Through the apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And today we are concluding uh, the Arm Shinrikyo um, terror attacks, I suppose we'll say. This is the main sort of, this is the one they're known for. We went through all yes. the cult stuff last week. Yes. And this week we're discussing their um, pièce de résistance. Get me with hey. my. Yeah. With your French words. Yeah. Um, Trebon. And it was a big one. I think it's three. I don't know. I think we just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I don't speak French. <laughs> I think PSD resistance is uh, three words. Oh, well, Trayvon is just the two. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> come see, come see. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not that French. That's GCSE French. To yeah. Hang you but there. anyway, yeah. we're talking about Japan and Armenia. But first, Konnichiwa. 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 Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. It lasted about a minute. Why is it okay? <laughs> Why is it okay for me to do a Welsh accent? Or uh, last week wasn't I doing a freaking Ghanaian accent? <laughs> yeah. that, then it's gonna get us in trouble. It's gonna be that one, I think. But anyway, I don't know. Konnichiwa. I was just saying hello, that's all. Right, you, hi, you, yeah. you know. Oh God, should we start the podcast? What are we doing? We've fallen <laughs> into a hole of racist hell. <laughs> it's like a racist I'm gonna light a triangle. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to light a joint and take away all the vibes. <laughs> so um, yeah, well, first we do weird news, if this is your first ep- uh, episode you're listening to, which is weird, because why would you listen to part two and not part one? <laughs> valid point. That is a valid point. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, it'll take about half an hour, 45 minutes. <coughs> we find some uh, weird stuff that we found on the internet this week, and we'll see if we can fit something at the end as well. We find a lot of weird shit on the internet. There's a lot out there. Hmm. So, um, this is what I found earlier. Death Row inmates eat an, inmate eats an entire Bible as his last meal. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nigel. <laughs> I'm nice. <laughs> That's what the picture looks like. Yeah. <laughs> this man, his entire face is covered in tattoos. Hmm. It's quite... Naf? Yeah. <laughs> it's a I, bit, I mean, I wouldn't say that to his face. No, his heavily tattooed face. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. looks the a bit The tattoo's shit. not too bad. It's the pentagram in the middle of the forehead. <laughs> That's a big, big pentagram in the middle of that forehead. Yeah, but then he's got like a little puppy nose. <laughs> he has, and he's got the tip of his nose a tattooed. Little, and it looks like he's got a bow tied on his neck. Yeah, he has. He's got a clown style. Spotty bow tie tattooed on his neck. Yeah, so he's a satanic clown dog. Is that, is that the look he's going for? <laughs> I think so. You can tell him if he was alive. You could tell him that. Let's um, scroll down a bit and see what um, satanic. What did you say? Satanic what dog? Clown dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's like imagine somebody who fears clowns and dogs <laughs> and <laughs> Satan. Be <laughs> <laughs> their worst nightmare. <laughs> Uh, this is Atmore, Alabama, when the prison staff asked 33-year-old Jeremy Morris, he's called Jeremy with oh all the... <laughs> if he wanted anything special for is his last meal... 
Aragnak the Third. <laughs> like he should be with him. That's what I mean. He should be. Yeah. His name's Jeremy Morris. <laughs> Jeremy. Well, that's oh, obviously why he's a serial Jeremy. killer, isn't it? It's you time know? for your execution, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> anyway, he answered. If he was asked if he wanted anything special for his last meal, and he answered, "I just want a Bible." Okay. The prison guards of William C. Holman Correctional Facility thought he wanted to pray and repent, so they gave him an old copy of the King James Bible. Against all expectations, the condemned murderer began tearing up the holy book and eating it. <laughs> After it took, it took hours of chewing and swallowing small pieces of paper, but Mr. Morris ate the totality of the 1,200-page book, including the cover. Now, I know that he was about to die, but that's still a case of cutting your nose off to spite your face, isn't cutting it? Cutting your puppy dog nose off to spite your face. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because that would have been a very unpleasant experience, eating that much paper. Can't be good. No. Yeah, but he's going to die in a minute anyway. He's Why waste meal, your, last, like, your last bit of time alive doing something so That's fucking it. uncomfortable just to make a point that, that we're laughing at? With you your know. puppy dog nose. You and your puppy dog nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, what, what do you want to eat for your last meal? You could have said pussy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you bought you a cat. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, he probably would have snapped its neck yeah. Yeah. at the raw flesh. <laughs> yeah. But um, he could have done something fun. He could have had a nice happy meal. Yeah. Play, to... Played with the toy for half an hour. Instead of forcing dry, sharp, horrible paper down his throat. Well, does it make quite a, much of a statement, though, does it? No. Eating a happy meal compared to devouring the Bible. But how much of a statement was this? Who's bothered? Well, he obviously was. Yeah, but I mean, what's his eating the Bible done? It's turned him into a fucking... I agree with you, but I mean... It's turned him into a funny headline. Yeah, pretty much. What a knob. It's, um, it, was, honest, it was an old, worn-out Bible as well. There's something that stains on it, people's mm. finger grease on it. Hell, even semen, who knows? It's an American prison. Well, it would have been fun if he was killed by electrocution and it somehow ignited the paper in his stomach <laughs> and, then, and then a horrific fire started inside him and yeah he burnt from the inside out that would be fun yeah. I, mean, I don't know why he's on death row I don't know if he did he murdered somebody oh okay well fuck that guy then but anyway well, no, I, I, I don't believe in in, in in the death row but that's my you just let him out well, I wouldn't let him out would I <laughs> he almost needs psychiatric help how about let him what? out but smash both knees with <laughs> You promised not to do anything bad again, yeah. right? We've probably yeah. got this new apartment right next to that school. <laughs> and you, we moved your knife collection in. <laughs> and you give him a bracelet. And your three-headed dog, Cerberus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're fine. Why's he got a three-headed dog? Why's he got the guards at the gates of hell in his apartment? <laughs> He's got a Satan clown dog. <laughs> well, I suppose so. Oh, let's just scroll down a little bit. Let's, um, let's see if we can find out how many people he killed, if it says. He did describe him as a serial killer. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he killed um, two Catholic nuns in 2007. <laughs> so maybe that's why he ate the Bible. He really hates this whole Jesus He does, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> now you know why he ate the Bible. <laughs> He's still a fool. Apparently, but it's. Um, it's some nuns, that's pretty metal, isn't it? It's. Uh, <laughs> despite its unusual nature, Mr. Morris's choice of meal was locally accessible and worth less than $40, making it conform to the rules of Alabama Correctional Facilities. Under those criteria, I believe one could have ordered a happy meal. Mm. And everyone would have been. It would have, have been ordered 40 happy meals? 
Yeah? No. no. 20. No. You can just go there. I don't know how much well, they are. You've got $40. You've got $40. Bucks. I'll have 40 uh, McDonald's cheeseburgers, please. There you they're, go. They're 99p each. Yeah. Gorge yourself. Yeah. On food rather I'm than a book. On processed beef and cheese. Yeah, but it's better than processed paper. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, to be fair, yeah. With silly, <laughs> silly God words printed on them. <laughs> I'd say he's definitely got a, a beef for Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think he likes it much, but, you know... Get in line, buddy. <laughs> well, you can't, can you? Because no. you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Is he dead? I assume so. It says he was going to be executed tomorrow, but weirdly, I couldn't find a date on this article. Oh, well. So, but anyway, he's probably dead now. Or tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, killed a couple maybe of Maybe saw rest in hell, I guess, if that's where he wanted to go. Yeah. If it exists. Well, maybe. This guy's backstory, I was a bit quick to judge him. He killed two Catholic nuns. Maybe he was raised in a Catholic orphanage. Yeah. Well, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. To him, which led him yeah. to have such horrible shit tattoos yeah. on his face. I don't believe people are born choice. evil. They're, they're raised evil, aren't they? They're... Um, well, I don't know, Muslims, but, um, joke, <laughs> joke, 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 absolute joke. Allegedly. Somebody please <laughs> press the joke button and sound the joke aloud. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <Doing> a joke! <laughs> Woo! Okay. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Swiftly. Yep, next one. Um, police catch man trying to have sex with car and shoot him with stun gun. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, the 24-year-old was um, tasered. A naked man was tasered after he tried to have sex with a car after drinking enough alcohol to mimic the effects of surgical anaesthesia. Police said. The 24-year-old man was attempting to penetrate the exhaust pump of a car in Newton, Kansas, and had to be subdued with a stun gun after he, when he refused to stop. Officers alleged. I'm almost there, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lieutenant, Lieutenant, sorry, he's American, Scott Powell said the man was taken to hospital instead of jail because of a life-threateningly high blood alcohol level of 0.35%. Wow. He was also thought to have a head injury having ingested drugs beside alcohol. <laughs> wow. You don't say. What a legend this guy is. This is a Saturday night out. <laughs> it wasn't anyone well, I didn't finish. You know what I mean? I didn't <laughs> the hospital. You want to use your car? You just want to have sex what with? What does it matter? <laughs> I like the next. Pipe. I, like the I don't want. I don't want his his seed blocking my exhaust pipe. Yeah, because what if the next morning you start it and some poor bastard's walking behind you <laughs> yeah. start and it fires his fucking dirty pervert load <laughs> yeah. right back out and it hits some innocent person yeah. in the eye. A child like <laughs> blinds a child. I like the next uh, little paragraph. He was, quote, was completely oblivious to everyone standing around and telling him to stop, the officer said. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> what are you doing, Gaz? <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting, though, this is America. They didn't just shoot him. He's lucky. Yeah. He is lucky. Well, <laughs> A blood alcohol level of 0.35% can produce effects similar to those of surgical anaesthesia according to a health guide produced by the Case Western Reserve University in Ohio. You may even stop breathing, the guide says. Well, even at a lower concentration of 0.2%, the guide warns you'll need help to stand up or walk. Well, that's like every night. <laughs> I like that last line. All mental, physical and sensory functions are severely impaired. You're emotionally numb. Wow. wow, that's a pretty emo ending, wasn't yeah, it? It was a bit. Um, death is likely at 0.4%, so he was only 0.05% of, you know, drinking enough booze to kill himself oh, in one yeah. sitting. I think the lesson to take from this is don't drink shorts, stick to your beer. Yeah. 
know, I think it's pretty hard to kill yourself with beer. You'd have to drink a lot of lager, yeah. wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. You used to fall asleep in the chair by then, mm. don't you? So, you know, yeah, you've yep. got the seal of approval from the, the cutting through the bull in the post the apocalypse. The boys from the apocalypse. The boys from the apocalypse say, beer's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you're a functioning alcoholic, I mean, guys. Yay! It's great. You don't see it stopping us going to work and doing stuff, do you? No. And pretending we're normal. <laughs> and sitting there with our normal faces on while people talk at us in staff rooms. And, in all fairness, the inside, I we're dying. I just tend to hear the crashing of the ocean. <laughs> no, you don't. You hear the sounds of the battlefield. <laughs> I was in my happy place. <laughs> 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 Killing Zulus. Ah, you foreign pig dogs! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I call them pig dogs. Because <laughs> you're in the throes of war passion. I think I just, can I just go to a happy place? <laughs> that is your happy place. <laughs> you know, fighting Zulus on the lawn. <laughs> there was only one time. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't Zulus, they were his African neighbours. <laughs> no, they're the elderly Ghana. people over the road. <laughs> the, pay, the paid members of the homeless community. <laughs> <laughs> and the elderly people from over the road. Elderly people are driving for a fire. Launching spears at them. <laughs> Have it back, you bastard. Ooh, Gerald. <laughs> so, sorry, mate. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Next news article. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Teen obsessed with male sacrifice stabbed boyfriend during sex while dressed like a clown. Whoa. There's Stuff a lot to unpack in that article. Yeah. I saw it earlier. Stuff of nightmares. Um, yeah. Is she attractive or a psycho? Uh, she's in just, between. Yeah. Yeah, there's a definite... And then again, it is a mugshot and they never, they're never flattering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not meant to be, I think. Mm. Jailed? They don't have a makeup artist. Do I think they should. Yeah. I think if it's your last photo before you go into jail, you should make it look yeah. fucking amazing. And it's usually at the Photoshop doing everything. Nah, but it's usually as well at the point this picture's being taken is sort of around the time that what's really happening is starting to dawn on the yeah. individual, isn't it? Like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really have been arrested. That's the whole point of it, isn't it? It's to shame you. Yeah. You know, you stood there with the light on you taking photographs of you you've also probably been up for the last sort of 16 hours and interrogated repeatedly mm-hmm. haven't you so you, you, you look you're just emotionally and physically drained oh, that's it. They, they want to break you so they can get a confession and she did well so she stabbed him during sex which I think is a dick move yeah personally. it was a planned attack oh. so British teenager sentenced to 11 and a half years in jail on Wednesday for stabbing her boyfriend several times during sex uh, Zoe Adams, 19, of Wigdon, Cumbria, had clone makeup on her face when she covered Kieran Berwick, 17, he's 17, head with a pillow and stabbed him five times in the chest, arm, and thigh last, last July in her bedroom, according to a wow. police report. Following the attack, authorities found disturbing images on Adams' iPhone, including a blood soaked woman with a caption that read, Murder is like a bag of chips, you can't just stop after one. I can't eat more than one bag of chips. No, I can eat more than one chip. Yeah. Not yeah. a bag. But uh, yeah, more than one bag. You're just a greedy bastard. Wouldn't it be very really? more lager? It's like murder is more like a lager or a beer. Yeah. Once you can't, once you've had one. It's like yeah, Pringles. It's a, <laughs> I do have a Pringle addiction, in all fairness. It's like watching porn in the morning. Uh, sorry, no. Um, <laughs> moving on. Once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just watch a little bit. Well, more. you are a professional driver. It's lonely on that road, I'm sure. Well, you know, I haven't mastered the art. No, uh, <laughs> I haven't mastered anything. An intricate pulley system. <laughs> <laughs> and a mannequin's hand. 
<laughs> T.Y.Y. Wankathon. I'm not driving a steam engine. That sounds like a Victorian sex <laughs> A female mannequin's arm and hand attached to a pulley system. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to have a glove on it, it couldn't be wooden, a wooden hand. Be horrible. Splinters, exactly. Oh, well, they were plastic now, weren't they, the mannequins? Oh, a mannequin yeah. hand, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll have that. That's fine. I'll still have a glove on it, a marigold. Just, you know, don't, don't For hygiene purposes. It's just a thing. Oh, right, it's just a thing. It's just not a velvet glove. It's, no, it's nothing that weird. Just something about the marigold. No, anyway, moving on. Back to the other weirdo. Yeah. The court were also shown a text message she had sent to Berwick prior to the attack that read, I don't think about males unless male is strapped down, strapped up and being used as a human sacrifice. You should be grateful you're not part of it. Why did he sleep with her after she sent him that? Because he's a boy. <laughs> he's a male. That's true. He's 17. I don't know if someone could have turned up for a... Yeah, but she could have literally written, I'm going to stab you in the face, neck and thigh. And I'm like, nah. With a risk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still going to get me anyway. Well dressed as a clown. Yeah. Actually, the clown maker would have been a fucking deal breaker for me. I don't mind. She could have left the clown maker. No, yeah, you don't like her. Yeah, do I don't like her. It would even, you, you like them to the point where you would let it stop you getting laid. Yeah. Wow. Fuck that. That. Is, that is deep, man. I can't believe you said that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because she had a bit of clown maker. I, mean, I don't know what the clown makeup was like. Right, you know, we must have a deep hatred of clowns. I do, I don't like them at all. So, listen, Gamora, Gamora, yeah. you like her, she's a hot green skinned alien, yeah. super hot green skinned yeah, alien. She wouldn't be wearing clown makeup, she's put a bit of clown makeup it's on. Like, it's completely out of character. Well, she, she, wouldn't just do it. Just has done. she wouldn't do it. She's like, you can fuck me like this, but <laughs> not at all. Do you have a green clown? It's uh, all white face. No, she's so, white face, she's done well, that. Well, that would just be stupid with the green <laughs> skin, wouldn't it? So, no. Oh, Ben. <laughs> Disappointed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you mocking his fucking deep psychological scar. Yeah. <laughs> He's pointing out that the clowns are fucking creepy. Yeah, but yeah, they're creepy, but they're not that creepy. So I don't want to fuck yeah. one, do I? <laughs> he never lived. <laughs> and that's why Mike can't go to the circus anymore. <laughs> Breaking into the clone enclosure. <laughs> yeah. That's why there's always that sad one. <laughs> yeah. That's a rather exclusive club of Mike's victims. <laughs> and the ones with the tear. Yeah. Do you think that's makeup? He tattoos it on them after. <laughs> <laughs> Another one down. I won't stop until they're all sad. What do you think happened to that creepy clown epidemic about a year or two ago? If I'd have seen one... Remember, well, it just went away, didn't it? It did. Mike saw to that. There was that one dude who dresses Batman and chased him away, which I thought was fucking brilliant. I saw a few videos of them getting the shit mm. beat out of them, and I think people realise it's quite a silly thing to do, really. Yeah. So, yeah, um, what... She shugged off the evidence as a joke and claimed she had no recollection of the stabbing. However, Judge James Atkin dismissed her defence and said her cruel and sadistic actions were those of someone who deliberately intended to cause harm, reported the Telegraph. Atkin added the attack was premeditated, citing the duct tape and knife that had been taken into her bedroom prior to the attack. You had decided to cause serious harm to Mr. Berwick during sex, Atkins said. I am sure by the time you have already been uh, disinhibited by drink and drugs and the more sadistic side of your personality come to dominate. 
I said, oh, ah, that's why he went round. He's an aspiring fantasy novelist. He's 17. I bet you popped his cherry. He's like the nerdiest of the nerd. That's got nothing to do with it. He's a, he's a male. He survived. So he's yeah. Gonna, he's going to get well. Win, win. Yeah. He got his end away. Hang on. He goes to school next week. Fucking high fives. I just want to point this out. In his victim and impact statement, Beric said he's going to be emotionally scarred for life and that the attack will further exacerbate his fear of clones. Right? So he's already got a fear of clones, and he's letting a clone probably pop the little fantasy nerd's cherry. Oh, no, sorry. Well, why don't you join up with him and play a little violin? No, oh, oh, dude, I wouldn't have done it in the first place. As soon as, you, as, soon as you asked the door that clone maker, I would have been like, you can take that off. Uh, he, good lad. He, he's, I think it's worth it. He'll get over this. A few years, he'll be yeah, all right. So he's got a bit of a fear of clowns now. Yeah. He already had a fear of clowns. Well, it's worse, so what? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so he's emotionally scarred. <laughs> so what if every time a woman gets on top of him, he thinks he's going to get stabbed <laughs> yeah. in the throat? Oh, no. <laughs> every time right. a woman gets on top of him with clown makeup on, he's going to think he's going to get stabbed in the throat. Well, well that's not going to happen, I imagine. Well, he's showing us being a stronger man to start with. You can take that up, love. No. Take that up, love. I say... Take it off. Good on him. At least he got his end away. I'm only sad that he didn't get to finish, I presume. If he well, did, a what a champion. champion. <laughs> what a champion. If he managed to finish, champion. But, uh, you know, good, good lad. He'll get over this well, eventually. And he'll write a hell of a novel. What? This I is gonna help, oh, yeah, This is going to help his twisted artist. His fantasy you know. novel. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. Lot, there's, you know what fan- fantasy is, don't you? It's, it's Dungeons I and Dragons. It's Game of Thrones. It's, it's all that, right? <laughs> it's yeah. a bit yeah. stabby. It's dragons and you it's jesters. Jester's the same sort of thing as a clown. It is, but he's not playing in there now, is he? And they stab stuff. <laughs> he could Unless he's a killy clown. Yeah, just, when you yeah. write, you don't always write about the good, happy stuff. You, you, Jester's you, didn't you, wear clown you go makeup. Into, you chase your demons. Jester's didn't stuff. wear clown makeup, though. You what? The Jester's didn't no, wear clown makeup. They just dressed in a stupid way. Well, it's very similar. It's on no, the it's not. It's the makeup. It's a thing. It's, it's. Well, I think we should buy him tickets. To All right, the same we'll go around his house. We'll dress you up as a jester. Jester. We'll see if it has an effect on him. All right. Yeah. I bet we'll be fine with that. We'll send. Him, we'll email him. We'll Facebook him some. The pictures. knife at the door. I've got a knife. <laughs> we'll give him flashback to him, and we'll send pictures of you as a clown. <laughs> It'll be fine. And just ask no. him, clown or jester? Which I'm not dressing up. I'm not dressing up as a clown. For a start. You'll be fine, because then I'll show you a mirror and it'll be like some weird, we'll record the effects, it'll be great, like psychological no, breakdown of Ben, yeah. <laughs> live on air. I've done, done, that. I've done that several times already. He's either going to go one or two ways, you're going to be cured for your clown fear, yeah. or you're going to be locked in your insanity forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like them odds. <laughs> it's 50-50, I reckon. <laughs> oh great, the science officer reckons I'm going to go, it's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but either way, I'm, I'm, I, I, well, I'm, I'm sorry that he, this happened to him because you know he's, he's this. I, you know, I like the fantasy genre. It's all very well and good. Like it, like it a lot. You got a fear of clowns? Don't fuck a clown chick. Well, he Simple rule to live by. Simple he, rule. He didn't know he was going to get stabbed like several times. <laughs> and obviously, you know, if she opened the door in clown makeup, she might not. Have. Well, I don't know. Well, you know, not everyone's um, a pussy about clowns. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have a phobia as well. Yeah, we're not clowns. What is it? I don't know. Robots, probably. No, I ain't scared of them. Oh. I love them. Well, robots are going to go on the planet. Yeah, I don't yeah. want the robocalypse. 
Like, I don't like the idea of the singularity or the AI, but I love robots. I suppose my phobia is some sort of insect or something squeamish. I don't like the inside of your body, really. I don't like seeing blood or... I'm going to buy a T-shirt that shows my human anatomy then with the intestines and the That's heart fine. and everything. I'll dress as I will dress as Ronald McDonald every week. I can do a Ronald McDonald as well. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll dress as that thing from it. What's his name? Pennywise. You may have stabbed. That's fine. <laughs> You'll make, make a good internet. You? you can read it out on the weird news, can't you? Yeah. Mike's tail yeah. his own. <laughs> Keep it going because you're two, dead and I'm in jail for murder. Two podcasters <laughs> stabbed each other. I'm in jail and you're dead. In a, in a mind, I'm not a fucking. I'm, you know, these people who stabbed. God, she's a fucking amateur. I'm sorry. She wants to sacrifice someone and she stabs him five times and he's still alive. That's because he's a champion, Ben, who didn't let it, you know... I used to give you, if your intention is to sacrifice someone, make sure. Mm. Yeah. Well, his you body know, go was, for the heart, maybe. The surge of, of fucking adrenaline as his young, you know, goes end away. The excitement, he would have been like a fucking warrior in that moment. So his body yeah, was able yeah. to resist the stabbing, basically. I say good on him. I still say he's an idiot for sleeping with a clone chick. Well, we'll have to agree to disagree. All right, we'll move on then, shall we? Yeah. That's the end of first part of Weird News. Yes, we'll come back to it at the end if we've uh, got time. I I think we should call a pee break. Yeah. Yeah. We're in agreement? We are. Excellent. Yeah. And we're back. Hello. Now, last time we left the episode to the point where the police were due due to raid Arm Shinrikyo's compound on March the 22nd of 1995. They've been getting a bit dodgy, you know. Killed a few people. Microwaved people to death in their specially constructed microwave death chamber. Yeah. And then dissolved the bodies and acid. But, you know, the police were getting suspicious at this point mm. because they had a lot of shit. Beat some bloke and <clears throat> his pregnant wife to death. Yeah, they abducted a, um, yeah. a journalist, sorry, a lawyer. Sprinkled some fucking, what is it? These guys are going to kill people now. Mm-hmm. So, they get tipped off about this, and on Monday, March 20th, they launch their plan to bring out, out Harumagedon. Harumagedon. It's ten members of the court carried out the attack altogether, but five were mm. the guys with the sarin bags. They had two bags of sarin they did. nerve gas each, and... A single drop of sarin the size of a pinhead can kill an adult. They're aiming to kill a million people. They both had, all the members had at least, all together had about nine litres of sarin gas on them. They the, also that, had uh, an antidote for themselves. They did, they? yes. Uh, I'll, I'll explain that. Yeah, we'll the doctors are also probably the driver's job uh, had the antidote. Yeah. Um, the bags would be punctured with umbrellas with sharpened tips, which they had practiced extensively with. <laughs> Basically, the night before the attack, they were there practicing punching bags of sand or something with right. their sharpened know. umbrellas. Well, practice makes perfect. Not in this case. Well, yeah, because they still, despite their practice, they still fucked it up, didn't they? They did because not do well. As discussed last time, uh, up to this point, you know, I know murder's pretty serious, but they're a bit fucking Benny Hill, this cult, honestly. It's it's full of nerds. It's full of nerds, that's why. Yeah, we keep fucking it up, left, right and centre. I mean, but the thing is, we say nerds, 
Mm. But we mean that these some of these guys are very clever people. Well, should we go through the profiles of the five members that? Yeah. All right. That's a good. Uh, let me. I'll tell you what. I'll give you the effects of Sarin, and then we'll tell you about the. We'll go through the uh, profiles of the five. Nerds. Guys, nerds who are <laughs> puncturing these bags of sand. <laughs> five mountain wizard. But the, well, the, yeah, the five mountain wizards. <laughs> right, mountain so, wizard! <laughs> mountain wizard! <laughs> That's going to be a metal cover for Solar Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's on the list. Um, so, Sarin, mm-hmm. it attacks the nervous system and death occurs as a result of asphyxia due to the inability to control muscles used for breathing. And you puke and shit at that, don't you? As well. You do, yeah, on death, yeah. Um, initial symptoms are a runny nose, tightness of the chest, and constriction of the pupils. I'm looking across at Gaz, who's got I've cold got in the I've got that right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, soon after, you're going to get difficult breathing, nausea, drooling, loss, you'll lose control of your bodily functions, you'll vomit, defecate, and urinate, and you'll have convulsive spasms. I think it'll be late tonight. Uh, <laughs> normal <laughs> Saturday night, you know? <laughs> Sunday night, Mike. It feels like a Saturday, because it's <laughs> holiday. Uh, uh, point. I did shout myself on the way. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beginning. <laughs> I've got the sniffles, my te- te- test, blah, chest my testicles tight. are tight. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Can you see it by shorts? <laughs> Sorry. It should be pointed out that we're all wearing shorts tonight. Them leather hot pants must be sticky in It's very hot here in the UK. I, I don't wear these uh, leather hot pants on any occasion. <laughs> Sundays I, only. Yeah, I saved it for the podcast. It's a little bit sweaty in there, but you know. Like a water slide. Anyway, especially <laughs> sharted. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a water slide. That's a mud slide. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, back to, um, back to the back to the uh, horrifying biological agent. Um, death follows within one to ten minutes after direct inhalation. Just a funky chicken one, is it? No. Oh, no, you do spasm, but that's not what kills you. Um, and it has a high volatility, meaning it can easily change from liquid to a gas. So it's in a liquid form, mm. you punch in that bag, it's leaking out, it's going to turn into gas. Yeah. Silent but deadly. Exactly. Just looks like someone spilt their coke over the floor, probably. <laughs> Did you know Kevin Smith's next... Um, Live show is going to be called Silent But Deadly, and it was called yeah. that before he had the heart attack. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I did see Spooky, his post. I saw his post on Facebook where he said, "If you can buy it, watch it, and look for signs of my impending uh, heart attack." That'd be fun. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah, it looks. That was awesome. named that before. Yeah, Silent But Deadly. Well, <laughs> Silent Bob. Yeah. Ah, it's, it's, a bit, shoot. it's a bit of a. It's still a little bit creepy. Though. Yeah, it's spooky. I do love Kevin. So yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so let's uh, give you the biography of the key Amish and Rikyo members, and these are the guys who carried out the attack. They were the guys with the umbrella. So, I can see it. Okay, so these are the biographies of some of the key members, and as we'll see, they're very capable people in their fields. Mm. It says uh, these are like the generals, aren't they? Of his army. Yeah. And well, certainly the uh, the scientific guys. So, yeah, yeah, the scientific. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, you're um, right. they are. Yeah. You're so, right. Well, it says that many of those who joined on came from the universities where Shoko Asahara lectured. So there you go, nerdy university types. So uh, these were the six members most relevant to the biological and chemical programs. And it says they're listed uh, in order of uh, 
the time they became proximate order they were recruited to own. And the, so, inner, the inner circle, they constitute the inner circle of leaders on scientific matters. That's pretty funky. Ooh, so in number one, Hideo Murai. Born in 1958, graduated from Osaka University in 1981 with a degree in physics. As one of his fellow students described him, he, was, uh, he made good grades but was quiet. <laughs> like 90% of his classmates. Yes. <laughs> He yes, did so some uh, graduate work in astrophysics at the university, studying the X-ray emissions of celestial bodies. Ooh, that so, sounds pretty metal. So pretty, pretty fucking clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd agree with that. So what we, who's in number two? Uh, this geezer here, is it? I think it's, it's is it him yeah. over there. Uh, here we go. Fumihiro Joyu. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Joyu. Joe, Joe, Joe you as well, mate. Well, like Joe Yude first. <laughs> right. Him. He was born in 1962 in Fukuoka, Japan, and yeah. lived with his family in a Tokyo condominium. His father started as an export-import business, but disappeared when it failed during Joe Yu's grammar school years. Joe Yu consistently stood at the top of his class. As a teenager, he enjoyed cartoon books, baseball, and became fascinated by UFOs and supernatural powers. He liked to tell jokes, but sometimes displayed a violent temper. At Waseda University, he majored in electronic communication, belonged to the English Circle Club, and enjoyed debating. So, he was also, uh, he studied, also studied telecommunication. So again, very good uh, scientist, great yeah. clever guy. Oh, here we go. But he also, he joined the National Space Development Agency, at the time, that was Japan's equivalent of NASA. But a month later, he resigned and became an Ohm monk. Oh, man. So he got his um, shocking vo- three, six volts into his head for free. Mm. So he's a monk. Yeah. And he was working for basically Japan NASA. Yeah. He's a clever guy. Next we have... Kiyohide Hayakawa. Kiyohide Hayakawa. Close enough for me. Was born in 1949... The only child of a factory employee. In school, he was helpful to his subordinates. But when things did not go his way, he would resort to violence. Oh, he looks a bit shifty. Hayakawa attended Kobe University and studied cultivation of flowers and vegetables. Oh, fuck you know. Belonged to the aviation club and had become a leftist militant by the late 1960s. Well, that's a bit of a change, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Growing flowers... Fucking militant leftist. What mm. you do is you put the flower in the barrel of the policeman staring at And then headbutt him in the face. face. Yeah. 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 And say, peace, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, motherfucker. And, and then shank him in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> but without the accent, sorry. Yeah. Um, well, I just know. And it's going to happen. I'm yeah. going to struggle I'm gonna struggle with a fuck ton of pronunciation. Yeah. And we struggle with English words. Exactly. It's a bit of an oxymoron, though, that leftist militant. What did you call me? Because <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're a leftist and you don't believe in violence, therefore, how can you be militant? That's why I hate, um, well, I can't remember what they're called. Antifa. That's why I hate them. Yeah. That you're, even your name's a contradiction. It doesn't make sense, you morons. You can't be I'm, anti-fascist yeah. and go and smash things and people and say, we don't like the way you think, so I'm going to hit you. Fucker. So anyway, that was a tangent. But um, what were we on about? Oh, these guys. <laughs> so, you after know. After graduation. Oh, after graduation, he studied agricultural engineering, greenbelt planning, 
at the Graduate School of Osaka Municipal University. He was hired by a leading civil engineering firm and became, a res and became responsible for developing golf courses and residential sites. He seems the less qualified of these guys uh, so far. He likes science fiction and books about supernatural powers. Are you seeing a theme? Mm. And was constantly reading them. After five years, Hayakawa, that's the third way I've pronounced it, moved to a design <laughs> consulting firm in Osaka and married a woman two years his junior. They had no children. He joined Aum in 1986 after reading Matsuomoto's book and established Aum's Osaka branch in 1987. So, uh, turning down an offer from a prestigious firm in Tokyo in order to continue his work, he became one of its first monks when the priesthood was established and then became the main procurement agent for the cult. Oh, he's a recruiter, was he? Yeah, yeah. he was an important one. And he was obviously procuring the... The uh, stuff they wanted, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. So then we've got um, Seiichi Endo. Was born in 1961. Again, he attended a uh, university. Um, this was agricultural and veterinary medicine. After graduating, he became a student at the Kyoto University Medical School Research Department, focusing on AIDS related mm. gene research at the Viral Research Center. He joined Alm in 1987 became a monk in 1988, and later led Aum's biological weapons program. Well, so yeah, he's, you know, yeah, he's pretty qualified. Certainly yeah. the biological side of it. Yeah, well, that's what they wanted. They wanted the biological age. They wanted a nuclear bomb too, remember, but they, um, he knows that's about, harder to get the material for. He knows about viral things. There's two more of these uh, sort of inner generals, top dog sort of geezers. This one is called Tomamasa. Nakagawa, wa. Yeah, Nakagawa. Nakagawa, that's better. Well done. Uh, he was born in 1962 in uh, Okayama, Japan, and graduated from Kyoto Preferential. Prefectural. Thank you. University of Medicine in May 1988 at the age of 25. He believed he could achieve altered states of consciousness without training, and was confused by these experiences which he tried to understand by exploring Aum. I'm going to guess he's also a bit mentally ill then. Yeah, and I bet he liked the LSD too. Yeah. He first joined Aum in February 1988, and his perceived ability to reach an altered state of consciousness brought him to the attention of Asahara. Nagakawawa started his medical residency immediately after graduation, but a year later, on August 31, 1989, he became a monk and Asahara's personal physician. His responsibilities as a doctor basic scientific knowledge and personal relationships gave him intermittent insight about Endo. Endo, Mura, Endo Murai and Masio's... Oh, uh, Masio's Sukai. attempt efforts to develop... Oh, so it's other guys. He knows... He, he recruited them then, basically. He knew everything. There's yeah. one more of these geezers. And this thing is, if he was his personal physician, mm. he really should have told old... Uh, I, I, oh, God. Can you answer his name now? The court leader. Asahara. Asahara. Cut yeah. down on your port life, man. You need to get some exercise. <laughs> exactly. He really should have told him to, um, you know, I maybe, love song. <laughs> maybe um, lose a bit of weight. Yeah, shit your cake off. Maybe have a bath every now and again. Yeah. Wash that fucking beard. And lay off the LSD. Lay off the LSD yeah, for please. one. You really should just yeah. let it get out of your system before you start taking it again. Yeah. I mean, you've been high for literally four years. Yeah. Come do on, you, man. Do you even remember what's uh, happening nowadays? Or are you just telling, 
telling our top news. Listen, totally your big dragon, your giant dragon in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Go and make me some chemicals, I command you. This is true. So, you know, Asahara was a massive acid head. Oh, an asshole. I think you could say asshole. <laughs> and uh, massive asshole too. Yeah. But it started off nicely with meditation and, and acupuncture, but it all seemed to go wrong very quickly for mm-hmm. him. Well, should we read this one last geezer in his um, inner circle? I think it's called Masami Sukaya. Sukaya. Uh, he's a guy, the last one in, um, uh, what's his, yeah, got into the court then, isn't he? Sukaya. Oh, what's, what's the, um, the, the jab, he, he sounds like, um, the a car, a, a, oh god, what was it? The um, the Japanese lowers this guy, Masimi Su Su. You know there's the um the, the, the Japanese guy. Right. Right. No, there's the Japanese guy. No 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 I'm making sense. Well, yeah. I can't remember the name. Somebody. There's the Japanese guys who the 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 arms specifically recruited. Right. And they were the loners. They spent all their time researching stuff obsessively. Okay. Oh, I've got it written down in my previous notes. I thought you guys might have remembered. No. No chance. No. I can. I still can't pronounce the name of the cult. So. <laughs> <laughs> The phrase I was looking for from last week is otaku, which is a Japanese term for people with obsessive interests, mainly towards manga and anime documentaries and academic research. So this guy. Sounds to like me, all of them. Yeah. Well, he says like all on, but this guy in particular, uh, Masami Tsushoya. I'm buying pants from vending machines. Maybe, p- potentially, possibly, yes. Do you think that's where the mission went wrong? They didn't kill as many people as they wanted because one of them was distracted by a vending machine. Filled with used uh, panties. Yeah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> what I do like is they stopped the imports of them and then heavily taxed them because it was such a massive fetish. Yeah. Right. People were doing, we've mentioned before that we've, had, we've both got friends it, who've it. done it, yeah. who sold their, well, in Japan, no, because it was such a massively popular fetish, hey, stock imports. You said you wouldn't tell me wow. when I sold my pants. <laughs> 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 I found the one guy out there with a, with a trucker fetish, and I sent him my, uh, that's a joke. I'm totally. Is that why you wear? Is that why you wear the hot pants? The leather yeah. hot pants. That's why I've got the leather. Hey, what's he paying pants you for them, guys? Uh, I'm not going to disclose that sort of <laughs> thing on air. I declare it to the tax man. That's a fucking idiot move. And uh, um, I got a question. Speaking of something completely unrelated, <laughs> did what happened in our local election? Did she? We, she didn't, we didn't have one. No, we didn't have one. Oh, it was only councillors anyway. Oh. Oh, well. yeah, I, I kind of features in my reggae box. Okay. Uh, later on. Yeah, we'll leave that for later. Yeah. We got one no, more guy, guys. Yeah, this oh, yeah there's is one more dude. This this geezer, Masami. How did you say? Sukaya. Sukaya. Masami Sukaya. Sorry, everyone. Was born in 1965, an introverted child with little social life. He had some deja vu sensations that he could not explain. When he asked his teachers about them, he felt he received no satisfactory explanations. He also wanted to make sense of his religious feelings and started learning yoga. He wanted to go to the Himalayas to learn more about religion, but felt this was unrealistic and went to university instead. In the summer of 1986, during his third year at university, his girlfriend broke up with him. Oh, boo-hoo. He intentionally cut himself from his shoulder to his hip and felt that this made his mental pain disappear. Self-harming. Wow. Although her 
he first experienced severe physical pain, this too disappeared. He again tried to make sense of this experience. A friend took him to his first session at an Om Shinrikyo Dojo, a Japanese meditation hall, on April 23rd, 1989. He assumed a yoga position and while looking at a picture of Asahara, had an out-of-body experience. Although he had his master's degree in chemistry, physical and organic, well, from Chishkuba University, he decided to stop going to school in June 1990. In July 1991, his parents learned about his absences and forced him to stay at home, though at the end of the summer, he escaped and took refuge at an Om Dojo. He became a monk on September 5th, 1991 and spent the next year devoting himself to his spiritual advancement through exercises. So, very clever people, all a little bit oddball, should we say? Yeah. Is best describe it? Oddballs? I've had personal tragedies. Virgins. <laughs> sort of well, they were in that call, because only Asahara got to fuck. Nerds. But turned them from the path that they were on. Mm. Easily led. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nerds. Um, so disenfranchised from society, which a lot, cause a lot of people are. The otaku. They were looking for some religious answers, answers, answers as well. Mm-hmm. I've only had one beer. I have a cold. <laughs> that's why that happened. But yeah, so they were looking for religious. Not everyone, but some people were looking for something different in Japan because you know they'd seen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Turned and, away from the materialistic. And yeah, they, they were. Uh, yeah. And the um, the emperor wasn't a god anymore. Yeah, we'll come to that later. Right, you know, um, so let's go to... Um, I heard a documentary today on the radio, and it was about um, the supernatural in Japan, like supernatural stories. Oh, I hit the mic, sorry. Uh, and basically it was about this time where um, uh, the tsunami had devastated oh, really badly. This is creepy as shit. Yeah, everyone had reports the same thing. Like, something mm. like, I can't remember the statistic, but it's something like 90% of people who lost someone in the tsunami have this reported this same happening of like someone knocks the door and they're soaking wet and they ask for some clothes you go away to get something you come back to the door and there's more of them all standing there just wet soaked to the bone and then they disappear that freak you out yeah and uh, there's been uh, taxi drivers around the area mm. and like had like a, a cry a girl get into the car and they're gonna um where to and she's said to a certain district and he's like well that mm. doesn't exist anymore and she sort of starts crying, says, oh my God, am I dead? And then vanishes. Holy fuck. <laughs> so it's got a, a popular a taxi thing, a taxi driver sort of experience I've read about. It's, it's creepy as shit. It's probably an episode, isn't it? Yeah. And I heard this on the BBC. God damn it. So oh, it must be true. Oh, RTB, yeah. yes. She wouldn't lie to you. If you're on the BBC News baby. website, there's a bit in the bottom that says why you sh- why you can trust BBC News. You never clicked on it. Yeah, oh. I did, and it was all bollocks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like me, <laughs> bollocks, bollocks. Wank. Well, I can't Wank. remember the exact ins of the fucking of the statement they put on there, but it, yeah. Did you click on it and it literally went bollocks? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I read. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, back to the court. <laughs> uh, you're not wedded to the establishment whatsoever, BBC. Completely impartial. <laughs> 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 oh, carry on. Oh, it's my crown. Uh, no, I'm worried. 
Carry on. You'll rant on the reggae box bit then, save it for that. Right, that's why, there. listener, you listen to independent podcasts such as ours. We're not corporate cocksuckers. Yet. We've got no advertisers. <laughs> yet. yet. <laughs> we know we talk shite. Please, yeah, if, if anyone would like to be our sponsor, I, I mean... I'll bend over and take it. I'm always winning for the Metaphorically. Cult. I'm always winning for the corporate chilling. <laughs> Back to the cult. Back to the cult. <laughs> so, let's go to March the 20th, 1995. And the Chioda line of the Tokyo subway, or the Metro as it is now. Easy for you to say. <laughs> I wish it was that easy to say in this episode. <laughs> Ikuo Hayashi and... Tomomitsu Nii were the uh, driver and um, right. recent uh, sarin stabber, sorry. <laughs> That's literally what he was, though, yeah. yeah. Sarin stabber, yeah. We've got to refer to you as sarin stabber from now on, isn't it? It sounds like a, like a homosexual slur, isn't <laughs> it? does. <laughs> sarin stabber. <laughs> it's, um, Hayashi is the perpetrator and Nimi the getaway driver in this scenario. Hayashi boarded the first train car at uh, 0748 because the Japanese um, metro system is incredibly punctual, the most punctual in the world. Of course. Very efficient system. I can believe that, yeah. Um, as the train approached the Shin Okan Mitsu station, which is under the central business district in Chiyoda, uh, he punctured one of his two bags and exited the train. The train continued for another four stops, the bags leaking sarin until it reached. Kasu Magisiki Station. Uh, again, I'm going to really apologise on punctuation. It's a station <laughs> you mispronounced pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Oh. It's we such a twister. We forgive you, man. It's not easy. Go on. Right, uh, the, no, bags, the bags were removed by station attendants who locked them in uh, in their office and they both died. Yeah, bless them. They didn't know what they were doing. No, they it? didn't. Uh, no one knew what was going exactly. on. Exactly, I'm not thing. calling them fools. No, 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 no. no. This is a tragedy because they worked yeah. out it was the bag. So, but then, you know, locking themselves in the office with it. Yeah, well, they they just yeah. They, they didn't last long enough. No, no did uh, The train continued on the next station where it was stopped, evacuated, and cleaned. Mm. Probably carried on after as well, I yeah. imagine. And then we go to this Maranucci line. Maranucci line. Which is uh, Kenishi Hiroshi and Kochi Kitamori. They were assigned to release two sarin packets on the uh, Marachuni line destined for Ogikubu Station. Uh, they boarded the second train, second car of the train, heading to Ikebuku Station, where he bought a sports tabloid to wrap the bag in. They all wrapped it in different shit. One of them wrapped it in a communist paper. They wanted to cover the bag up, so they went and bought a newspaper to wrap it up in. It's kind of strange, just put it in a brown bag. Yeah. Hey, do you know what I saw? Speaking of Brian Bags, and I was like, what a hero. American listeners will see this a lot, but you know someone drinking their alcohol out of a brown paper bag yeah. in the daytime? I saw a dude walking down the street in Birmingham in a fairly rough, uh, busy high street with a what was clearly a can of beer wrapped in a brown paper bag. Oh, and no, I was just... like, oh, what a hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because usually it's like a bottle of scotch or something. Yeah. <laughs> or a toilet, or dental. Yeah. yeah, that's what I aspire to. <laughs> well, I used to. I cows would have a street. Do you know, once I was driving along, this is how bad I am, and I looked and I saw a homeless man. It was early in the morning, the sun was shining, and I was tired and I had a full day's work ahead of me. And I, I saw this homeless man open this can of cider and start gulping in. 
I was so fucking jealous. <laughs> it's just... I was so fucking jealous. Then it dawned on me, you know, I'm driving a van because I have a job, which allows me to live in a home. I shouldn't be jealous of the man with the cider. Well, he's got freedom that you'll never. That's you'll never what, see. yeah, man. You see, in that moment, yeah. who was winning in that moment? Yeah. I was stood you, there in the traffic you were, like a working pig. You were having your soul gradually destroyed. Yep. And he was free, drinking cider at 9am. Yeah. glorious. And they call it the rat race for nothing. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> working for the rat race. Uh, oh, well, back to the death cult. Back to <laughs> the Marinucci line. Um... He then um, he was about to release the sarin, uh, but he believed that someone was suspicious of him, so he, he mm. panicked. Okay. He got off the train, and this is weird because I can never find a, def- a definitive answer. It was either the uh, Mayo Ganzi, oh god, man, um, so good, my Migodani or Karukan station. I know the one. Yeah. Yeah. You know that one. Yeah. Yeah. And he moved to the third car of the train, so he got yeah. off and back on again. Now, as the train approached the Okunomitsu station, he dropped the bags to the floor, he repeated an om mantra, and then punctured both sarin packets with so much force he bent the tip of the umbrella. And he released uh, all 900 millilitres onto the floor of the train. Uh, he then, because he'd done that so badly, because you mentioned sort of a stabby, 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 rather than a <laughs> stab. Um, he got the hell out of there, departed mm-hmm. the train at the uh, Okunomitsu station and received the antidote in Kitamu's car because of his clumsy uh, release. He's actually poisoned himself. Oh, oh dear. Um, that train stops at the Nakamura station, which is 14 stops later, and two severely injured passengers are carried off. Okay. The thing is, that stops all of it's gone everywhere. Now, is it weird? They just like, oh, two severe. Oh, they, they're on draw breathing. Yeah, I'm a tight chested. Could have worked though. Yeah. Well, it would, you'd have no idea. It no, you is it worth so it's four, saying... four stops later. Sorry, four right. stops. So you go through four stops. The Brits are any different. The Brits would just stand there and suffer. No, I'd be like, fucking breathe it. I'm going. Take a while to work out what the fuck yeah. is going on. But is it worth saying that the plan was that all these trains that they're targeting are going to converge on and around the police station, which is very close. Yeah. To the station there are all these trains are going to converge at a main station which is really close to the police station so if they'd have actually achieved it and done it right all those trains would have got there at the same time releasing all the bags well, and it would have yeah, started the with cars. the police station and filled fucking everywhere now remember because as soon as that stuff hits the floor mm. as a liquid it starts to turn into a gas so yeah. then it's being inhaled and as we said a, a pinhead's worth of inhalation of that gas is enough to kill you so they got. Uh, it's a combination of incompetence and luck. Mm. And a lot of people threw up. And a lot of people started throwing up. Exited their bowels. Mm. Station attendant Sumio Nishimura removed the packages and the train continued onwards for five more stops. Train cannot be. So hit. it's been. They've had two severely injured people taken off. He's got on there, removed the packages, carry on. Mm. On you go. At 838. Five stops later, the train reached the Ogikubu station at the end of the line. One person had died, and another 358 was seriously injured. Uh, freaking out. Not so that's just the first one. On. Yeah? 
Um, what the subway driver for the Ikebukuru bound train uh, is Masato Yokohama and driver Kiyotakiya Tonozaki were assigned to a lease siren on the Mar- uh, Marinucci line bound for Ikebukuru. Something like that. We'll get there. It's all good. Boarded the train at 07.39, and as the train approached the, uh, the Yatsuya station, he poked the selling packets and fled at the next station. One packet was left intact, uh, the other was being punctured only once, and it was being released very slowly. At 08.30, uh, which is the end of the line at the Ikebura station, the train was evacuating the search, but the searchers failed to notice the sarin packets. Fuck's sake. Train departed at 08.32. So he's in two minutes having a quick look. Well, I suppose well the train can't be late. Yeah. Everyone back. It's only a minute looking for you it. Don't and don't know what you're looking off. for. Everyone back on, I suppose, for them. And it's two little bits of fucking newspaper on the floor, basically. A board of newspaper. Uh, and you're getting in your ear pressure from the fucking conductor yeah. saying get this train moving. The train has to move. Yeah. Or I will literally kung fu kick you in the teeth. Because they have a, a thing. If, if your train is even like a minute late, they give you a ticket on the train to apologise, to give to your boss saying apologies for your employee being late. The train was a minute late. That sounds like a perfectly Does. sensible system. In England, you'd drown under the weight of your own tickets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your boss would buy you a car. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Maybe we should try it. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Sounds very civilised. It does. Well, they're very civilised people. Very polite yeah. people. I mean, so. they have a guy whose job it is to literally physically shove bodies onto the train. You yeah. know, you must have seen those pictures, but very civilised. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. If you sneeze, you'll get executed. <laughs> That's just a rumour. <laughs> um, so the train departed again at 0832. Passengers soon became ill. Uh, the packets were removed and the floor was mopped at the Hongu Sanchomi station, but it took until 09.27 for the train to pull out of service, which is one hour and pull 40 out. minutes later. There were no fatalities, but over 200 seriously injured. No. I thought there were fatalities. There were, but not, not in all every, of the cases. Okay. Not on every train. Basically, because he did it so badly, he only punctured mm. it once. Mm. People were getting ill off it, but they weren't. We're dying. I thought you said one. It can, but it's you're inhaling that in the train. The windows are open as well. People are opening the windows because mm, they're starting to feel. Spread. And you're a slow release. Because that's the thing is, they were opening the windows because mm. the people were starting they to They could smell it, it, couldn't they? Because it's meant to be odorless, but the way they'd mixed it. Yeah, it wasn't pure. Yeah. Once again, they fucked up. Yeah, I think it was 40% pure there. as well, which it, doesn't help matters. It might be because, they, I'm going to posit a theory out here, the reason they keep fucking up and making these ridiculous mistakes... Because it's is, fucking not easy, I well, imagine. It's not because they're in a Benny Hill film, it's because they've been putting these electric helmets on their fucking uh, head, willy-nilly, <laughs> willingly, sorry, yeah. plugging them in and blasting their own brains. Six so volts of electricity. So these fairly intelligent people are actually now a bit dullard because of their... Um, and I was like looking, an electrical lobotomy. Yeah, and I was looking into these helmets. They're based on something. This sounds cool, but it's not cool. A god helmet. Have you heard? Right. Of yeah, I yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It stimulates part of your brain and it makes you allegedly. Yeah, right, there's not much proof. Well, I've I've seen it in mm. the results of a scientific study. I was reading it today. This is the science officer. Say, well, I was reading today, and it said that it hasn't been in the, outside of the inventor. None of these claims have been independently. Uh, no, well, to be. I'm not sure the research had finished. I saw a 
I think it's Bonnet. I saw it on that. I'm um, aware Morgan of Morgan Freeman thing. What was that? Oh, um, In Search of God or something. No, that was yeah, it. Through the Wormhole. Oh, oh, oh. He did do something like God as well. He did a God helmet on that. He's got it. He's keeping yeah. going. Fair play. But yeah, they, I, they've been putting God helmets on, so that's why I think they can't even simply pop it. Well, also, they might have been shitting themselves at the fact they're about to commit the biggest terrorist attack. That is awesome. Like, Keeping your nerve, yeah. a bunch of nerves like but, that. But all you got to do is pop, pop, like a miming. You know, my umbrella going down mm. to the side of me. These bags are by your feet, right? You've got your sharp umbrella by you. All you got to do is go pop, pop, right? And get off the train, and they fucked it up. Because, yes, they may have been shitting themselves. They're nerds, not soldiers. They're forest wizards. They're not the soldiers wizards. of white love. Yeah. yeah. And going yeah. through your mind, you're thinking, I'm, I'm condemning all mm. these people to death. Well, on that documentary, the one we watched, it showed, because one of these guys who popped a package the was a doctor. Mm. And he literally yeah. had the moment, didn't he, where he was thinking, yeah. I used to... Uh, I used to save people. Yeah, yeah. And I used to help people. What am I, am I really? Is this the right thing? But the brainwashing, the power, and he believed his brain was connected to the supreme leader's yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah. So he had to get on with it. Broke his Hippocratic oath. Mm. He was a bit spoilers. Spoilers. In- spoilers. Yeah. A bit like Thanos. Oh. You know, he's convinced himself this is for the good. This is the right thing to do. You know, we have to. Uh, commit Harumageddon. Harumageddon. You yeah. have to bring about the Harumageddon in order for the Earth to survive. And on Shiriko to be the no, and on Shiriko to be the, the last guy standing. We will lead humanity into a new future <laughs> where I get to fuck everybody yes. and none of you get of to course. do anything. Mm-hmm. I will fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fuck everybody's wife. And your wife too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your wife too. You and the fucking one's wife. Well, I can't oh, climax. Oh, I'm not allowed to climax. No. At all. Give me no. your money. No. Alright, here you go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Can we I have some bath water? We will survive the yeah. apocalypse. Hello, my Are you taking acid? No. I was, <laughs> sorry, I was, I was role playing. I was playing Asahara. He's practicing for his uncle. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm also available for any acting jobs that might be out there. If you would like a, a racially insensitive um, portrayal of any of the races. What are you going to do? Still uh, tape your eyes. <laughs> it's the Sean Connery Japanese impression. No, I meant voiceovers. You fucking hell. I'm not acting role. You did say acting role. I'm not getting a yellow face. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, it's no more different than saying blackface, is it? It's all bad, we know you shouldn't do it. Well, so I tape your eyes and give you jaundice. I <laughs> <laughs> just give you a bowl wig like Sean Connery had. And some comically, comically racist book teeth. So yeah, any 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 race you want me to insult, I'm there as a voiceover artist. I work for alcohol and tips. You said tits. Um, <laughs> you probably should work for alcohol and tits. Yeah. Put on your business card. <laughs> you know what? Whenever you have to get a business card, that's going to come on. We'll work for alcohol and tips. <laughs> I love it. Uh, if we're at the point where this podcast like needs a, a business front, we should put that as our motto. Cut the ball and the positive workers. We will work for beer and tip tits. <laughs> Text me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. Can we cut a piss break? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
Welcome back. Welcome back. So this Bernard Manning of podcasts, <laughs> as uh, named by Mike. Well done. That's yes. our tagline. And we'll work for beer and tits. <laughs> beer and tits. Um, let's move back to the did call. Beer, didn't Bernard Manning work for beer and tits as well? Probably. He's on all the money, so yeah, probably. Um, beer and tits. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I can kind of imagine him saying it, actually. <laughs> I remember watching one sketch where he didn't sort a Japanese bloke. Uh, it was a different time. It was, because he was actually a Japanese guy with his yeah. white girlfriend in, in, in the audience. <laughs> and he, he burned out on the stage and he went, oh, look at this guy here, pointing to the Japanese side. Can't wait to go and make another car, can he? <laughs> they were making That's a not lot. the worst thing you could have said. No, it's not the worst thing, but it was still like, even the Japanese guy laughed. To be fair, they were creaming us in cars. That it, was, time. it was a different time. It was just like when I made that yellow face joke earlier. That was a different time. Exactly. It may have been five minutes ago, but it was a different time. Because apparently, a different time is something I can say in court, isn't it? It was a different time. <laughs> Gets me off everything. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's why I keep saying allegedly. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> it was fine at the time. Yeah. So. So back to the court. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the train that was uh, Nako Maguru bound was uh, Yasu Hayashi and Shigo Sugimoto. He carried three packets of sarin for this one. Mm. He boarded the 0743 Habaya line train at Vino Station in the third car. Two stops later at the Akahabara Station, he punctured two of the three packets and he was back at Arm HQ by 0830. Fucking hell. He made the most punches at any of the attackers, so his training was, he, he'd absorbed his training. Mm-hmm. So he was the least nerdiest of these nerds. He was, he was the most capable in a, in a uh, practical situation, certainly. And um, by the next stop, the effects were manifesting was the passengers. Notice in the large liquid-soaked package on the floor, a passenger kicked out onto the platform at the Codden Macho station... Four people Cod- died. Codden Macho. Codden Macho, yeah. Cod- well done, that man, for kicking yeah. it out. Like no, he, no well, well, you say well done. Sounds like a pub, doesn't it? Like, probably the Codden Macho. <laughs> <laughs> but four people died as a result of that. Oh, well, I bet he saved some people on the train, though. He probably did. A puddle of siren remained on the floor of the carriage, though. Right. And by 0810, the train had left the uh, Hachabori station. The passenger pulled an emergency stop button, but because it was in a tunnel, and they all over the windows as well, Right. Uh, they couldn't stop the train because it was in a tunnel. Uh, had to proceed on to the next station. Not cool. Um, passengers stumbled out and, with, and the train was taken out of service. Uh, by 0835, the Habaya line was shut down and all the commuters were evacuated. But five stations were already affected, eight died, and 275 were seriously injured. Fuck me. And so imagine, well, we've seen a video of it, the absolute fucking chaos as people are trying. They still don't know what's going on, the authorities, at this point, do they? But imagine the hospitals filling up the ambulances. No, I remember. This is, in. this is 1995. Yeah. There's no Twitter. Well, yeah. There's no Facebook. No. There's no it, it's social... Some, I mean, an ex-soldier, ex-World War II, it was some police officer who, recognized, who worked out what it was eventually, wasn't yeah. it? Because he'd had experience in WW2. If he was Japanese, I'd imagine he was probably yeah. part of Unit 731, which is a whole other episode. Oh, yeah, himself. that is that freaked me out when I found out about that. It's yeah. horrific. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing that one. Um, so, yeah, uh, fuck knows what I was talking about. Please continue, Ben. Yeah. So, the, in the aftermath, as all the stations have been hit, all the lines have been hit, ambulance transported 688 patients, 
Another 5,000 people reach hospital on their own. In total, uh, 5,510 patients, of whom 17 were critical, 37 were severe, 984 moderately ill but with vision problems, and 13 people laid dead. <coughs> Excuse me. Wow. It's quite Sorry. a... Um... Now, he wanted to, they wanted to kill a million, didn't they? So in their eyes, so it, it's, it's a failed failure. massively. But... But thank God it failed. Oh, thank, thank Satan it failed. It's still a fairly significant toll, isn't it? It is. I mean, for a bunch of... And a city's infrastructure... For a cult? Because some random bunch of weirdos living out on the slopes of Mount Fuji... Mountain wizards. Mountain wizards. I mean, this is, in a way, it's one hell of a... I mean, yes, they've got some fucking top miners. And make this stuff is not easy. Let's just say that... They're very lucky. It could have been a lot higher. Yeah, well, they if it was one hundred percent pure, and they all went, and the plan went like I said, it could yeah. be a million people dead. Yeah. But they were Benny Hills, and they, you know, they didn't manage it. Still, look, I'm not taking away from what they did. Oh, what no. they did was still horrific. But it, imagine if, because I think if they succeeded with the million people, that wouldn't have just had an effect. That would have had an effect on the global oh, psyche. Yeah, well, they were going to blame on the Americans, weren't they? Yeah, that would have affected the Armageddon. Blame on the Americans and and trigger that nuclear nuclear strike. I just think that would affect everyone's psyche. Yeah. Uh, all around the globe. Anybody living in a city who oh, commutes and well, transport. A, I, I guess it was like in '45 with the nuclear bomb. Mm. I mean, that affected the world, didn't it? Because they yeah. knew that now we've got the weapon to not only destroy humanity we can destroy the planet as well and that's when the aliens started paying attention to us apparently it apparently. is that's exactly when it happened yeah well, come on really get your fucking acting well, gear as soon as we uh, worked out the ability to destroy worlds in theory uh, they started paying attention was to it Oppenheimer said um which one's the I have become the death the destroyer. I am death the destroyer of worlds yeah. which, which goddess Indian it's goddess the is that? Uh, Hindu Shiva was it Shiva that's it Shiva God goddess of, of destruction Destruction. Oh, destruction. There you go, Shiva. Yeah. yeah. That's the man that invented mm. the fucking thing. Yeah. He knows more yeah, about that weapon than anybody. They didn't invent it to blow people up, though, did they? Well, or did they? It yeah, was they the technology. The war, wasn't yeah, the they? technology was advancing rapidly. The Germans had a really good stab at it, but fallen short. Well, the, but the a lot Germans, of the top German scientists have gone over to the yeah, US. Yeah, the Germans were more focused on the V two. Oh, but it's biblically. That no, was that, again. Before, that was before the the, the, the operation paper. Oh, right. That Sorry. was their main thing. No, it? it wasn't. The, no, I was. But they they tried to. Uh, are you guys in a film called The Heroes of Telemark? I cannot say that. I have. Uh, basically, I heard it's these Norwegian commandos that drop behind enemy lines in Norway because there's a, a dam and a water processing plant mm-hmm. you need to make a very primitive. Is that the barrel bomb. No, no, that's a dam buster. Oh, okay. Um, you need this thing called heavy water. It's, it's a component in in making. Uh, you have to Alex ionize Jones the water. sells that. Does he? Well, yeah, no, what was Anyway, and it's it's only good at this one place in Europe, and these um, Norwegian commandos ski in. They take out the guards, and they blow the dam to hell, and then they ski out, and they get picked up, and it's very heroic, and it's based on a true story. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so um, Ben masturbates to it. No, no, only the dam. With his gun in his other hand. Only the dam busters. <laughs> um, Happy it I'm not doing the dumbest as much. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't own a gun. I don't own gun. No, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing the thunder? Thunderbirds? No. I don't know. I you know, off the top of my head, I can't even get it in my head. I can't get it in my head. I can't remember the dumbest theme. No. Oh well. 
Yeah. Yeah. We used to sing at football matches so we got banned, didn't they? It was, <laughs> it was, we sung against the against Germans, didn't we? Mm. Still a remarkable enterprise of British pluck, in my opinion. Oh, the, the good old football hooligan days. Yeah. People used to beat the living shit out of other human beings. Over <laughs> just, just for which, just tribalism, isn't it? Which tribalism. Team they supported, yes. Yeah. I'm going to stab you in the face. Oh, the old Chelsea smile as well, wasn't there? It's uh, that's where that kind of. Uh, and Mike's the one sat here wearing a football shirt like a yes. hooligan. Yeah. Not, a man of science. Nottingham Forest of that. A man of science. You're That's a man of the season, street I thought, violence. I thought where the you're going, you're going down next season, anyway, with a man of Blackburn will knock you down. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me with shit. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. Well, should we go back yeah, to what back the, to the, the hell we were talking about? Over the next week, the full scale of arms activities were revealed. Remember, they've been mm. raided at this point. They're going to be yeah. raided anyway. At the court's HQ in uh, Kamakuski on the foot of Mount Fuji, they found explosives, a Russian Mil Mi-17 attack helicopter, wow. chemical weapons, biological warfare agents such as anthrax and Ebola cultures, a very makeshift AK-47 factory... <laughs> Fucking mental, isn't it? Yeah. And there were stockpiles... Imagine they found that in Ironbridge. <laughs> <laughs> and there were stockpiles of chemical weapons that could have killed up to <coughs> 4 million people. Excuse me. Wow. Now, over the next six weeks, 150 court members were arrested. Then on the 30th of March, 1995, uh, Takaji Kunimutsu, who was the chief of the National Police Agency, was shot four times inside his house and severely wounded. Arm was suspected, but no one was ever arrested for it. 23rd of April, uh, 95, Haido Murray, he's the head of ARMS Ministry of Science, was stabbed to death outside the court's Tokyo HQ amidst a crowd of over 100 reporters. Uh, a Korean member of the Yakuza was arrested, but the, his motive was never made clear. I think his motive is perfectly clear. Well, Perhaps they'd already he... had a, a scrap with the Yakuza, hadn't they? Yeah. Well, they Soldiers of white love to... kick the shit out of the accuser. And they had the money, let's face it, to pay anyone to do anything for them. Yeah? Yeah. May have been the case that uh, Asahara thought he was a liability and was going to betray them all, so I had him stabbed by a low-level yeah. accuser member for money. Yeah. Patsy. You... Yeah, uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, if you will. And you paid the accuser to make this happen for mm -hmm. you? Because they fear you and you're more wealthy than them, and yeah. you've already beat them up once. And you got that kind of money to roll around yeah. and play those games like a... Like a Gangster. Yeah. A very acid adult gangster. Like a big, <laughs> fat, blind, high gangster. Bearded gangster. Yeah. Who could levitate or feels yeah. like he is because he is that high. Because he's got strong thighs. Yes. You think we get high on this podcast? Holy shit, this guy was <laughs> higher than a giraffe's earlobe. Honestly. Massive. On another giraffe. Yeah, a giraffe. I'm standing giraffe. on a giraffe. <laughs> but if you said this to him while he was this high, you'd already have just broken his brain. Like, yeah, on a giraffe, yeah. on a giraffe. Oh, all the way to space. Um, yeah, back to the cult. Yeah, well, that was about the cult. Yeah, it was, maybe. technically, yeah. 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 Um, on the 5th of May, a burning paper bag is found in a toilet in Tokyo's uh, busy uh, Shinjuku station. Oh, they, they set a shit on fire. Yeah, it's a lot so serious. That's what I was thinking. It's a lot more serious than that. Uh, to any international listeners, that's a British tradition yeah. where somehow you get some dog mess or maybe human mess in a bag and light it on fire. And leave usually on, on an old doorstep. person's yeah. doorstep so they can't chase you and beat you. And you <laughs> usually watch from a distance as they 
get upset stamping on this shit and probably raising their blood pressure to dangerous levels, but you don't think about those sorts of things when you're a child. No. Back to the cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, upon examination, the burning paper bag wasn't filled with shit. Oh. It was filled with a hydrogen cyanide device. Oh, that is worse. Which, had not, if it had not been extinguished in time, could have killed up to 10,000 commuters. Holy fuckers, like... On July the 4th, several other undetonated cyanide devices were found in different locations on the Tokyo subway. Or from the ocean Riku. Yeah. So they're still determined to do it. They're still determined to bring about her But they're again. still fucking Benny Hill in it. Yeah, they are, yeah. Um, Jurists on numerous court members were arrested, but never the senior members, citing lack of evidence. Yeah. Hard to then, these guys down. Then, 16th of May, 95. Mm. Shoki Asahara himself, or Big Shoke. Shoki Baby. Shoki Baby was arrested on <laughs> hiding within the wall of a court building within the Kamakusi complex on the on the. He was the lost. He's he blind. Was, he was. He, he, he was in he a was wall cavity. In a fucking fake wall cavity. A fucking effectively a priest hole, right? From the old days. Little yeah. secret. Gym. How fucking thick was that wall? He was. Fucking immense at this point. He was bloated with acid for a start. And, and copious amounts of actual food that his cult members were denied. But yes, yes, they were, they were literally on starvation yeah. diets, so this guy was just feeding himself constantly. Yeah, the acid munches. Can you get acid munches? He was looking for the fridge, okay? <laughs> he didn't know he was in, he wasn't hiding, it's not a priest hole. Somebody put that hole there and he just, he's blind for four days. He just strolled into it, right? Yeah, he just okay. strolled in there yeah. and the police happened to turn up. Oh, I don't know, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. I'm going to show me where the toilet is. <laughs> I am very desperate. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, hire me, I'm available for all. Something <laughs> racial impressions. <laughs> Weddings, Bob, it's just... <laughs> Funerals. <laughs> Funerals. <laughs> We're sorry, idiot man. You're gonna give a eulogy, are you? Professional mourner. Mm. Yeah. Oh, why you gone, man? Come back, man. Can you cry on cue? Baby, come back. Can you cry on cue? No. No. I cannot, but I can rub um, Vicks vapor rub under my eye. Good like enough. Good, good enough for me. Yeah. Um, Come back! <laughs> Let's cut down the regular. Bye 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 bye. I must admit I was a clown. Oh, Ben, clown, <laughs> reggae. That, yeah, clowns in reggae. <laughs> that's your worst fear. No the reggae clown. No, that's the. That's Don't the stab thing. me, Ben. <laughs> that's the thing launch you into a murderous rage. <laughs> And you, you were suggesting earlier that my happy place was a place filled with guns and trenches and artillery fire and machine guns. And you're taunting me with clone reggae. <laughs> Does that seem like a sensible move? Uh, wonderful. Uh, it's okay. I'm going to write a reggae song about clowns and record it for your birthday. Hey. That's alright, it'll take a year to fucking hang out. <laughs> You've got a year left of life. <laughs> What shall I tell the owner? Mm. <laughs> well, look, it doesn't have to come to that. Back to the car. <laughs> On the same day, the 16th of May, when Asahara was arrested, or Shoki Baby, mm -hmm. uh, the court mailed a parcel bomb to the Tokyo Mayor's office, which sadly, well, not sadly, <laughs> badly went off early and blew the fingers off his secretary. Oh, shit. I was hoping he was going to say one of the fucking idiots carrying it. No, sadly not. And in the trial of the century in Japan, 
He was char only charged with 23 counts of murder and sentenced to death. Oh, Shoko. Shoki. Shoki, baby. So, uh, actually, uh, I missed a thing out from the um, what they found. Mm. They also found 80 barrels containing human remains that oh, have been yeah. microwaved and then partially dissolved. So yes. they had killed people. Whether well, it was by the one guy they they, they did purposely kidnap and kill the last we spoke on the last episode. Mm -hmm. That's why the police were gonna raid them. But these were probably court members that had died during initiation initiation mm -hmm. ceremonies. God damn and beatings and, and anybody who dared to leave or anything like mm -hmm. that or speak ill or Especially question. defectors. He did not yeah. like defectors. You know well, people who left Good you know, if you left, you might have left, but you ended up back there in a barrel. Yeah. It's, sort of, it's sort of cult leadership 101. Dissenters have to be dealt with swiftly and usually psychotically. Mercilessly. Yeah, in order to uh, yeah. put off anybody else from uh, attempting the same thing. Yeah. Um, I've, killed, I've killed many people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I only kill for honour or revenge nowadays. Um, I think he puts loads in, the, in there, turns it on, and just watches their heads pop. I hope he threw some popcorn in as well. Like we said last week, I think, I mean, we were quite wasted, but did we do the joke of, does it have a plate that spins round? Yes, we did. Yeah. And a light that goes, ping. Uh -huh. But yeah, yeah, they. I mean, yeah. this is a horrible way to die, though. I mean, oh. Well, they sound like Spider-Man uh, villains. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, they, yeah, they're Cobra Command. Yeah, they are the evil mountain cobra. wizards. They're evil mountain wizards, but it started off, like I say, it started off as a nice little yoga, yoga meditation. Mountains. You can get superpowers. You can read minds, you are awaken your third eye and then it ended up like this. Arubagadan! Exactly! Sh should we go into a bit of how they may have come about then? Hmm. Well, we, we, it is a spiritual, um, the spiritual gap that was left, wasn't it? A lot of Japanese people were... Uh, yeah, well, there's a... Uh, brilliant trying to find by, something um, in their lives, weren't they? Alexander E. Ravsky, The Psychological Aspects of the Aum Shinrikyo Affair. Okay. I have to get my co-host Gaz to read on because he gets a bit swore from here. So do you want to read that bit and then everything else is highlighted in yellow? I can do reading, I think. Uh, so this is what the guy said. He said, Terrorism has become a highly important problem for humanity and psychology tries to make its contribution to the study of this complex phenomenon. In the current work, we analyse not a typical terrorist case but an unusual one, the sarin attack which took place in Japan in 1995. The current study combines the cultural historic approach of L.S. Yevstokrovsky and uh, research on Japanese mentality and collectivistic psychology. The results show the importance of several key factors that led a religious sect to become a terrorist organization. In spite of the uniqueness of the Japanese psychology, in the Om Shinrikyo case we can see some common aspects of terrorist motivation and behavior. Om Shinrikyo is a Japanese religious organization, better known for its terrorist activity, mainly for the Seren attack on the Tokyo subway on March 1995. This act of terrorism came as a surprise to the whole world. For the first time in human history, weapons of mass destruction were used by non-combatants, and it happened in Japan, which is known as one of the safest countries. But it was a much greater shock for Japan itself. Japanese society always had confidence in a perfectly organised social system, with no possibility of violence. The sarin attacks showed that this was an illusion. Japanese people, for a long time, could not feel safe in their own country. It is what can be called an effective terrorist attack. Twelve people killed, but with a great psychological impact on the whole country. Ah, oh, so he says twelve, I had thirteen. 
uh, by print maybe it was 12, I don't know. Maybe one died later. Possibly. So yeah, they're all thinking that, you know, they've got faith in the system and in the way yeah. things are set up and the way it goes and somebody comes yeah. along and takes a big fucking turd right in the middle of it. Well, we were used to terrorist attacks from the IRA. Yeah, I mean, Shrewsbury Castle got bombed for God's sake. So, so we had this. Well, yeah. obviously not to the extent of sarin gas that could kill a million no, people. It was a nail not. bomb in a pub. It were, yeah. More yeah. often than not, which is still devastating. Don't get me wrong. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, great, great minute. So we we grew up with this violence, didn't we? We. Mm. I can remember part of this footage of yeah. a kid like us being yeah. RA bombing in Manchester yeah. and Canary Wharf getting bombed and uh, yeah. The gay bar as well. Was it in Manchester as well? Birmingham. Yeah. Birmingham. 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 Yeah. 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 So we're like the Birmingham Six. We kind of we we were kind of used to this in Britain, and America has grown to be used to it. Sadly, after nine eleven. Yeah. But for the, the Japanese, Japanese, the most strictest gun control on the planet. Mm. I mean, that's a hard struggle to get eighteen handguns, and that's because they had immense wealth. Yeah, to set the factory and make them himself. Well, yeah, they only made one. That was a problem. Like, oh. For some reason, they, the shit just, factory. Yeah. Despite all that technological expertise, they couldn't make an AK an AK forty seven, which is one of the simplest guns ever to manufacture and use. I don't know why. It always feels slightly strange. I've just thought of the children's cartoon Big Bertha. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. The machine. It just. Well, it's a box thing. machine though. It could make whatever you want, couldn't mm, it? I think so. I can't remember. Yeah, it could have made you one. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry. He's the one after Charlie Chalk. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> fucking Chalk. Shit, yeah. That was a clown, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Never used to watch that. A <laughs> clown's in this episode, isn't it? I'm aware of it. It's clown rich. Yeah. I can't feel I'm being clown baited. I'm making up for all the fucking robot political on. AI taking over, baiting <laughs> you. Maybe, maybe we're going to bait you a little bit later on. Probably are. <laughs> this is a preemptive strike. <laughs> I Which is what the AI will do. <laughs> <laughs> but then you end up with mutually assured destruction. Oh, AI also we're all mad right there. We're all mad. There's <laughs> also a Mother's Against Drink Driving. Well, yeah. It was a film, actually. I think mm. Roddy Piper was a spokesperson for them. Was he? Yeah. He wasn't a mother, though. I ran it because he did a lot of drink driving. Allegedly. <laughs> Probably why he was community service. Yeah, all wrestlers did back then. Yeah. So, uh, do you want me to read a little yeah, bit more? Yeah, do you want me to take a quick break? Oh, yeah. Of course. And we're back. Okay, and this is a bit more of what that... Was it a doctor or a psychologist who wrote this paper? I see the psychologist. Like Some brainy guy. The most surprising fact for the Japanese people, after news of OM had spread all over the country, was that most of the terrorists were graduates of famous universities. Tokyo, Waseda, Kyoto, etc. They were not uneducated misfits, from whom violence is more often expected, but qualified specialists with good educations and with ambitions. Yeah, we've mentioned all that, haven't we? Oh. This fact meant, in general terms, that in spite of career and other material opportunities provided by Japanese society, young people could choose antisocial forms of behaviour. According to the cultural historic approach, introduced to psychology by L.S. Vitovsky, or something like that. Something like that. I Every event should be analysed not as a certain independent case, but in connection with the specific cultural features of the region and the time it took place. If we take a look at the situation in Japan in the 1980s, when Om Shinrikyo appeared, we can see that the social-cultural cultural background can be definitely seen as one of the main factors of the Om phenomenon. First of all, we should not underestimate the role of Japan's defeat in World War II oh, and the occupation of Japan by American soldiers. It was preceded by Emperor Hirohito's speech on the radio. For the first time in Japanese history, 
The emperor admitted that he was not a god, but an ordinary man. Some historians argue that this had a greater psychological impact on the people than the defeat itself. Of course, everything you believe in has just been wiped out, hasn't it? Yeah. The next generation, born in the 1960s, was much less idealistic in its aims. Money for them was not an ultimate goal, but merely a way to provide a living. Young people were seeking spiritual enlightenment more than economical welfare. We must also remember that the religion in Japan plays a role that is different from our culture. The indigenous faith of the ancient Japanese is called Shinto, which can be translated as the way of the gods. And it greatly influences modern day culture and traditions in Japan. In the 6th century, Buddhism was adopted and the Japanese religion became more complicated, becoming more of a set of practices and rituals than a belief. For centuries, the Japanese did not have a need for the spiritual functions of religion. But in the severe and hard post-war times, there was a situation which was described by the American historian and religious scholar D. Metro as a religious vacuum. When people needed religion to recompose themselves, but could not find anything in their religion that could help them. The religious situation in Japan in 1980s can be called an, quote, a cult boom. When people were looking for religion, and many new religions appeared as a response to the needs of the Japanese. And financial need, because they're all loaded. Well, you know, everyone needs something to believe in. I believe in Hulkamania. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's a good religion as any. It's a good as religion as any. You know? You say your prayers, eat your vitamins, what's the other one? Um, train... Tra oh, God. Train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, that's there you it, go. yeah. Hulk's rules. Hulk's rules. Because Hulk rules. With his 17 inch biceps. Pythons. <laughs> 17 inch pythons, wasn't it? 24 inch. 24 inch. Oh, right, there you go. Get out. Wasn't Sorry. Wasn't that James Cameron's? <laughs> 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 Actually, it was probably more like 12 inch yeah. pythons. I watched, I uh, think, The Rehabilitation of Jake the Snake. Have you seen that? Oh, that's a good documentary. Yeah, yeah it was on the Netflix. Resurrection of Jake the Snake. Resurrection. Yeah, was, I watched it half of it and I was like, ah, because he has another wrestler. You should stick with it. It's really yeah. good, man. Watch it to the end, yeah. Good documentary oh. about addiction, really. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's all about addiction because he falls off the wagon a few times. Yeah, and recovery. But he gets another wrestler in. Is it Scott Hall? It is Scott Hall, yes. Who's like razor away. Oh, yeah. was an alcoholic. Mm. After he shot that bloke in the head in, as he was a bouncer. Yeah, back in the day he did. But uh, he, to be fair to Scott Hall, he doesn't fall off the wagon. The bit I watched, it's all Jake the Snake. Yeah. Getting nailed. God, I don't know if we talked about it before, but has anyone seen the film The Wrestler? Oh, fuck yeah, we have that movie. Film. Well, I'm not a big fan of wrestling ever. anymore. Like that film still. The film's awesome. Yeah, I showed that to my missus. She loved yeah, it. It was quite film. sad. It sad made film, her sad. Yeah. See, I've, I but, watched half of that and I was like, this is fucking terrible. It's just like, very realistic, very slow. I mean, yeah, I agree. It's, 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 sort of, it's probably yeah, one I need to give another. It's, it's one I probably need to give another. Like, it's been a baby. I mean, anyone seen yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, that was not good. quite that dark, but it's got a happy ending. That ends bed. fucking dark. Yeah, I like the fact that although I did hear spoilers, spoilers if you haven't seen the wrestler, I did hear the director say that because at the end it just fades to black and it's left open. It's one of them like, did he die or not or what? Yeah. Or, but I heard the director say in an interview, yeah, he dies. There, yeah, that's what normally fade to black means. Yeah, I'd like, say, uh, okay. It's like the Sopranos when but they. He can't help it, he goes out the way he wants to. 
he shouldn't be resting in bed. He's had a heart attack. He can't. He tried to have a normal job. He can't do it. He's just fucking. I, I got that part of the yeah, film. Yeah. He tries to his, stop him. His, his, his famous match was against yeah. an Arabian guy. Yeah, and... it's the rematch after all these years. Yeah. And... Yeah, did he, did he lose the original one or win it? I can't I remember. Don't know. That doesn't really matter in the story. It's just yeah, it's a great. No, movie. Just, Mickey I will, out. I will watch it because I, I get the feeling I'd probably enjoy it more nowadays than I did when it first came out. Mm. I, you know, mature. Be. I've grown as a person. Uh, okay. I like I, I'm not. You know, yeah, I'm not denying that you've grown um, as a person, Ben. How how are you feeling about philosophy these days? Scottish players, I think. Would you like some more psychology? Fucking hell. I know, I've, actually, I've got nothing against psychology. I was a psychology student in college. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, I was, yeah. Did you finish the course? Yeah. What grade did you get? E. <laughs> it's a pass. So don't you ever dare try and psychologicalise anything I say. I know that's not a word. Psychoanalyse. That's a but word. That's I, the one. I failed. Because you got an E and you failed. No, I did not quit. I quit too fast. But, as a, I already, already had, I was doing 3A, 3A <laughs> levels, and uh, they're the ones that pushed me to do this extra GCSE on top. Yeah. Psychology. It was just I liked it. Way. I liked the teacher. Mm. But because he was a bit lax, I stopped going. Yeah. Couldn't be asked. But, it's really pointed out ever since that course, as a hobby, mm-hmm. I've been quite interested in psychology and criminal psychology. Are you trying to be Batman? Hey! How do you know I'm not? Hey! How do you know I'm not? Well, I just kind of know. You don't? Well, I kind of do. You don't? Well, we can argue about this one. But no, I've always always been intrigued by it. I've always watched a lot of of true crime stuff and read books on psychology. Richard Wiseman's one of my favourites, Professor Richard Wiseman. Okay, Ben, you're a psychologist. But no, so I'm I'm always quite interested. You should have got into this then. I am into it. I'm a psychologist. That's why I've kept quiet for most of it. Well, Gaz has been reading. I'm going to go from here. Are you ready, children? I'm going to read you another story. Um, I need beer. <laughs> Wet the whistle. Ah. Om, Om Shinrikyo was initially such a religion, and in its beginning there was nothing to show that it would later become a terrorist organisation. Another reason for Om's popularity, especially among young Japanese, was that the founder of the cult, Shoko Ashahara, understood what people needed at that moment and used it in the promotion of his religion. Levitation and supernatural abilities were introduced in the form of manga and anime, beloved by all Japanese so that people could quickly catch the main idea. Living in society is boring, but joining OM helps in making new friends, developing one's skills and reaching enlightenment. The main targets for such propaganda were young graduates of the universities and the Asahara Oh, and Asahara, made every effort to invite them to Ohm Laboratories. We should keep in mind that Shoko Asahara, according to the evidence, was a talented storyteller and a very charismatic person, which made Ohm not a boring one-among-many religion, but an attractive cult with bright visual advertisements and a smiling, understanding guru. It's like the first... Jesus? No, it's (laughs) like a capitalist sort of cult, isn't it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's well, he was all about the money, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he was. was exposing him, and so the last sentence there is: "Thus, we can come to a conclusion about the importance of Asahara's role in Om activities, and the role of leader is definitely a second major factor which led to the Om tragedy." 
So, right time, right place. Yeah. Yep. Target the right people. Yeah. A shrewd, shrewd businessman. Because mm. he's blind, his other powers are, are heightened. That's of course, yeah, of course, like Daredevil. Mm. And, um, and Stick. And LSD, he took so much LSD he could see the future. Oh, God, I mean, he was on a massive amount of acid. Oof. I mean, uh, every day, as long as he's awake for. To be he, fair, though, I, mean, I, want become, become, I want to become a mountain wizard and live off acid. But he was, <laughs> I think he's probably getting his cocks hooked all the time. He was, and he was the only, because he was the only one allowed to come. Yeah. The yeah. rest of them couldn't. They had to pump away. It was a, as a ritual. It's five pumps, and then you stop, and then it's like twelve pumps, and you stop. And I that was understand. it. I couldn't understand the beginning of the anime and that, and it looks attractive, and it's edgy, and it's new. And there were the targets. When the you target, go there, you love anime. Yeah, it says you can't eat and you can't come. I'm like, hang on a minute, mate. Yeah. You know. And I've just thought of something actually. I've oh, never I, experienced it, no. but I, I imagine it possibly if you ejaculate whilst on a horrendous dose of acid, it might you might actually feel. A million souls escaping through your genitals and like feel the heaviness. Holy shit! The darkness of what you've just done like crushed a million potential You'd never souls into again. non-existence. Yeah, it could be a heavy horror. Well, you know, seem to enjoy it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You might try it once and yeah. That's because your penis is another dimension. Oh yeah, that's how high I am right now. I was able to think of that. That is awesome. <laughs> it's dark. I mean, he wants the, 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 the we uh, attribute on the last episode we talked about, and the soldiers might love his little personal mercenary force, personal mercenary force. Mm-hmm. He wanted his own children to be that, but they, he came to the conclusion that he couldn't father that many children to get them trained fast enough to be like that good. So, but that was the plan. He would have fathered like his own bunch of ninja children. Mm-hmm. To be the soldiers of white love, the guys who he actually employed, yeah. who were veterans of the, the, the Japanese Defence Force and their airborne divisions, they were like a stopgap in a way. They said he could father his own kids, but no one else is allowed to have sex. But no one else is allowed to finish a job. He got his comeuppance because just like fucking Saddam, they found him hiding in a hole. In a wall cavity. And now he's on death row, is he not? He is. Is there any movement on that? What's the latest? Because there's some people going to be executed. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, we can move up to that now, to be fair. Shall we, we finish this first? Tomorrow, tomorrow day. We got oh, is there a little bit more? Yeah. Okay. From... It's... <laughs> 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 Sorry, listener. It is even more surprising that another... Another boom of interest in Om Shinrikyo was after Om Mang- Manga Metsubo no Hi, which came out in 1988, about the Armageddon. Oh, Harumagen. Harumagen. According to this comic book, everyone, except Om members, would die during the destruction of this world by the Shiva deity. Speaking about the Armageddon was a good idea for Asahara. Before the approaching millennium, millennium in 2000, many Japanese felt worried and joining Om was a solution to overcome those fears. This fact means that, no matter how strange this cult can appear from the present day, the social and psychological climate in the time of Om's existence made it very popular among young Japanese. Yeah, of course, because yeah. after the Second World War... With and the they're otakus. Yeah. They're, just, they're isolated already. They've just had... The, you know, their parents are still scarred from the surrender and their... Mm. And the, the nuclear weapons being dropped. I mean, and they can't get a girl to touch their winky. No, and they're like incels but less violent. Yeah, we said that last week. Yeah. definitely. Well, maybe more violent actually. Well, less more. violent towards women, more mm. violent towards everyone else. Mm. 
yeah. They, but you'd argue that the, the ten guys, well, the five actual sort of umbrella stabbers were probably yeah. the most fanatical of the, of the group. They must have been. You would have just picked five dudes at random and they'd have been the... Are they all on death row now and dead? Oh, yeah. Stuff. yeah. Death row, yeah. There's been some executions as well. But we'll, um, we'll get to that in a short Because yeah. they eventually got smashed and raided. Well, like you said, yeah. he was like Saddam in a, in a hole in the wall. I'm blind, don't take me. Kubash! I hope, oh, I hope someone gave him a smack. Yeah, I hope yeah. someone beat him, like, grabbed his beard and beat him. He deserved it. Mm. I know my violence isn't the answer, but... No, he's sometimes a total it is. Cunt. Sometimes think, it is. Yeah. yeah, I think just a few slaps, really, because he blinded, he wouldn't know which direction they're coming from. <laughs> levitate out of this, you fucker. <laughs> just kick his legs really hard. Yeah. 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 In the action movie version of this story, that's what happened. I mean, you read the Yom Shinrikyu. We pistol whip him in the... Yeah. We, 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 t- we assure all the other people at the scene, like, we just need two minutes and we sort of yeah. like, get him we in the lift. We take him in a room and do the Dark Knight Joker uh, thing. We get into the lift on our own, the door's shut, and everyone's like, hey, we are in? And then we start going to the floors and we pistol whip this fucking fat, blind, wizard, floaty shithead. Bearded wanker. Wank stain of a man, just beat him mercilessly. Hmm. How's the acid doing now, yeah, mate? How's it working for you now? <laughs> yeah, and it'd be horrific. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Let me throw him down the lift shaft. <laughs> Levitate. Levitate now, you cunt. <laughs> oh, man, we're sending quite uh, We'd need That's backup pretty... to be able to lift him, though. Oh, true. We wouldn't get away with it, would we? We'd roll him, roll <laughs> him out <laughs> roll into him. the lift shaft. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's alright, tell me that. Well, you know. <laughs> We've got talk there. <laughs> They're going to kill him anyway. How do they execute people in Japan? Does anyone know? I assume it's lethal injection. Uh, a bit civilised, yeah, I guess so. Maybe not. More efficient. Squad. Firing squad would be fun. Well, not, maybe not fun, I misused that word. No, I the thing is, the modern firing day squad evolved to one dude who had a um, the weapon set up in a, in a grip mm-hmm. on a table. It was literally scientifically aimed at their heart. Absolutely, cannot miss. But. Yeah, and all he would have to do is walk up and just sort of not even like look and just pull the trigger. Wow. And I think Cambodia was the last country to stop using That's it a couple of years dark, ago. Man, isn't it? Because yeah, they realise that being an executioner has a bit of a yeah. psychological toll on you. Yeah, I guess. I imagine so. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad about killing that half alive bee the other day, but it had to be done. You put it out as misery, guys. I had to. I had to do that. Show the circuitry that came out of it. Fuck. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that was I like how you just got perfectly cut in half on it, your window. It's it was like, insane. I it was just, almost like, what are the chances of that? Will that well, ever happen again? I was driving along with the window open of the van, nice summer's day, and I saw pass across my face just something small, and I look, and I see on the seat next to me, just the top half of a bee, like yeah. its, its head and the next bit, and its legs were still intact. And it wasn't moving, I was like, oh shit, you know, obviously it's hit the window. And I look, and the other half of it, its back a bit, I think that's got a name, like a something. It's Mike. That ends in axe. Yeah. Thorax. Something axe, no, it's in our throat. So anyway, it, yeah. that bit was stuck to the window frame, and then I'm like, oh, wow, unlucky bee, you literally were in the wrong place, wrong time, the window frames hit you, and you've been cut in half, and you are dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I look back down at the half that was on the seat, and it starts to fucking move. And not just move a little bit, it starts walking around and doing it. You know the thing where they rub their antennae with yeah. the fr- it's doing that? When it freaked me out so yeah. much I had to pull the van over. I know it couldn't hurt me, right? It was but stinger. it was just... The stinger was stuck to the window yeah. frame, but like 
it was just hor horrific, horrendous. Yeah. And he started to flip his wings a little bit. I was like, don't start fucking flying around. <laughs> I'd end up flipping the van over and dying. So yeah, oh, yeah, I pulled over, flipped him out of the thing. And I was like, he can't still be alive. And I went out and found him, as you saw. If you've been on our Facebook, there is a video of all this. And the little fucker was still alive. So was it a robot? Was it? Are they just yeah. freaks? Either way, it shows you insects. Uh, insane. Insanely well designed. How can you get mm. smashed in half and still yeah. just be like, you know. True enough. But wow, that was a tangent. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the court. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so uh, Japan prepares to execute up to 13 members of the Amishin Rikyo court. 13 again? 13. 12 disciples oh. and the leader. Oh, the it's all a court. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Crowley. <laughs> Allegedly. Mr. Crowley for my girlfriend. <laughs> I prayed for her and she manifested. And this is on the uh, 20th of March 2018, this article. Um, so Japan is believed to be preparing to execute as many as 13 members of a doomsday cult in what could become the country's biggest run of hangings wow. in the past decade. So it is hang death mm. by hanging. Um, as you notice, so... Um, Ashikara in the car then. Mm -hmm. Hasn't lost any weight, has he? No. Well, it'll help with the hanging, won't it? That's very true. <laughs> Tuesday marked the 23rd anniversary of Arm Shinrikyo's sarin nerve gas attack on the Tokyo subway, which killed 13 and caused illness amongst thousands of others. Some of the members of the cult were transferred to detention facilities outside of Tokyo last week, fueling local media speculation that their executions could be imminent. Yeah. Japan doesn't execute people until all accomplices cases have been finalized that milestone was reached in january this year hang the bastard tie <laughs> no, um, japan executed 15 people at the course of 2008 that was the largest number they ever sent to the gallows in a single year so in recent history now listen yeah. then hang on but they may not do it on the same day i hate to get all political and talk about wrestling but the WWE did their show in, uh, in from Saudi Arabia the other night, and I watched it live, and it was a bit weird, I have to admit, but uh, they took a lot of shit from it because of Saudi Arabia's human rights record for executing pu people publicly yeah. for homosexuality. Vince is in the Saudi pocket. You know, you well, know he got that. paid 200 million. There you go. 200 million. But anyway, Japan, that's quite a lot of people to, pub well, I don't know if it's publicly, but it's still quite a lot of people to execute, isn't it? Yeah. No one moans about anyone going to Japan and doing anything. No. Well, I guess it's behind closed doors, or it's like on the streets, mm. like in Saudi Arabia, where it's well, just public execution. Occasionally, and... but I'm going to sneeze. Why... I'm sorry. <laughs> I think a civilized <laughs> society. I apologise. Sorry, guys. I think a civilized society shouldn't resort to murder. Well, yeah, but it's not. That to me is uncivilized. It's an uncivilized act. Well, um. Uh, Shizu Takahashi. Uh, no, and no. should be killed at all. Oh, well, Sishu Takahashi, 71, whose husband, uh, Kazemusa, died in the subway attack, laid flowers at the Kizumaki station in central Tokyo on Tuesday morning. Referring to the death of her mate, she told Kyoto News, I hope they'll be executed according to law and without making a fuss about it. Yeah, too yeah. right. You fucking no, did the crime. Yeah, but what yeah. happens is that makes her feel a little bit better. Good. Do the crime, so do, do the time. Hang them high. Okay. Drag them from horses. No, I'm, I was, yeah, I had a dragon. I, was <laughs> I, I agree with, with the. Um, um, I do. I, I'm not a lover of the. What about the fact that? But it's pretty the obvious. US, hang on. What about the fact in the US that 
Uh, something like three percent of people that have been sent to the chair have been innocent. Well, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It yeah. does. It does suck. But, but some people just the, I think certain, certain states, like the southern, some mm. of the southern states, are a bit less, sort of, more free with sending people to the chair. Yeah. Other states, and that's a that's no, an outlook of the region. Yeah, but in Japan, you know, they're the best sensible people. Okay, you know? they they must have a similar percentage. I very much doubt they execute that many people. I think this, I think this, with their intentions, I think yeah. it deserves the hanging. Because come on, you guys, they wanted to kill a million people. They had, they had. We're not going to agree. We're not no, but they had like enough chemical weapons oh, no, to kill another four million. I'm what not saying. I'm discouraged. not justifying. I'm not justifying what they did. No. But I just think a civilized society shouldn't murder. I like I said, could, could we smash their knees with hammers? Would you agree to that? <laughs> no, I, you know, I've got nothing against it. They can't be rehabilitated, which is quite clear they cannot. Cut the cuck off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they should be segregated from society for the rest of their lives. And cut the cuck off. <laughs> I would argue that... Um, I think it uh, in this case it's Is pretty that not proven. a big enough punishment? No, because they'd like that. They're otakus. They'd like to be civil in society and be to look at anime all the time. You've been a very naughty boy now. Go and sit in your room for 30 years. I think that in this kind of scenario where they're looking to bring on Armageddon to ignite a war with America to mm. to, to, to kill four, yeah, potentially but 4 million people. I can see where you're arguing from, but <laughs> if I come from a standpoint where civil society cannot kill somebody... It doesn't matter what they've done, it's not going to trump that, is it? There's always going to be bad people. Chuck them in the and there's sea. Always, and there's, there's always going to be bad people Chuck in society. The from yeah. the airplane. And there's always going to be people who are easily led. And I think these people are easily led. Yeah. All right? Now, they have to live with that decision that they made. Well, they don't, because they're going to die. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Right. Okay. In this scenario, they've confessed... They were on it. There'll be a lot of people that will feel the same same way as you. So there should be. Okay. <laughs> okay. So no one's entitled to a different opinion. Each one of them can get gets. No, they are. I'm, I'm saying, your, I'm saying your opinion is valid. I'm just giving mine. Uh, yeah, but I think that in every society, as I said, there's bad people, mm-hmm. and some people, you, some men, you just can't reach. Cut the cut the Where does it stop? Hey, where does it stop? Well, that's After you, you cut the cock off, usually <laughs> no the root. <laughs> cut the cock off, make him eat it. Boom, put it on telly. So we for the hanging. Guys wants to torch them and make them choke on their own cocks. Then hang them while they're choking <laughs> on their cocks, and no yeah. one will try and. This has turned into a, a, a massive sort of um, death death sentence discussion. So let's no, move I'm away a from that. Guy. I'm a peaceful guy, but I just think well, no, it's after what they've done, mate. after what they've done, stab them on. Or expose throw, them to re, to siren themselves and see what they like. Throw them off a building, see if they. No, I'm not giving a disc about it. Just hang them. This simple as just just hang them. This is what happens if you do that. Blow the siren with bellows up their anus. <laughs> 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 it wouldn't work though because they've got to inhale it. Then throw them out. I'm sure it would go to their body, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, but at a slower rate. You look at 10 minutes. Yeah, it's slower rate. Well, then smash them with a hammer. Because it's, uh, it's airborne. Take suppo- you take suppo- suppositories, don't you? Up your arse. Because Not it's personally, no. No, I've never done mm. But some people it's do. It's a penis as a suppository. Have you taken drugs of your penis, guys? Drugs of your penis? I have never put drugs up my penis. 
I've done some pretty weird things, dude, but I've never, <laughs> ever had the desire. I never once been sitting there at a party and thought, you know what, it would be better than this, which is already pretty fucking amazing. You sat there at a party. The only you know, thing oh, I Shall I take drugs at my penis? No, that's all right, it is. So I go to the bathroom and put some of it in, like, chapsai. <laughs> oh. So I use my cup. So I use my cock oh. to snort the drugs. <laughs> a, I don't think that's humanly possible. You could probably poke it down there with a cocktail umbrella, but nobody needs that's to That's what I was going with, actually, to be fair. That's oh, God, no. Of course I've never done such a thing. The... I've never done such a thing. <laughs> and I'm sure if I was going to do something like that, I'd put it on my butt first. That's my point. Have you put, put it on your butt first? No, I've never put it on my butt. Well, it's a point suppositories. I meant to get to the... We're fast yeah, it's amazing. It's I've always had thing. this theory, imagine, because that is the best way to take drugs, yeah. right? That's why suppositories exist. Because I've always thought it's weird that people snort drugs. It's just a weird, whoever thought of that to do it first. Fair play to you, man. You've caused me a lot of joy and misery, but thanks. But anyway, imagine if that wasn't the done thing in society. People are instead at parties where the coke came out or the, whatever people were snorting. Everyone... Whip their pants down and bent over and poked it up there. Yes, but snorting right? is a little bit more glamorous, isn't it? Yeah, no, do you know what I mean? Like, everyone's spent so much to stick well, it up there. Anyway, so then you go back to just like, yeah, so anyway, right, yeah, totally. We're going to go into business together and yeah, it'll be amazing. Oh, you're such a beautiful person. Oh, excuse me, I fancy another one. Do you want one? Yeah, right. Then. Pants come down, finger, and you'd have to have wipes everywhere to do your yeah. and bins. And I've gloves. thought about it. You wear rubber gloves all the time, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, oh, pack you just, rubber gloves, you have to keep on using that. You'd leave your coat. Gloves on, yeah. So you come into and when you police police searched you and found a pair of ah yeah a nice yeah. pair of coke gloves I yeah. see with the shit and white yeah. stains on and them. And get into a club, you'd have to have a packet of rubber gloves on you <laughs> and a box of a hundred gloves. And then they know your intention. Is a, is a bit more noticeable than the outline of a cigarette packet, isn't yeah. it? Uh, you know, well, so I suppose it's a bit the same as if we go into a pub and everyone just puts shots in their eye. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather that than everyone <laughs> bending over. Well, you I've done some jokes with people whose asses I would definitely not want to see. Oh. Yeah, you take your drugs, take up your arse, shot a vodka in the eye. <laughs> Let's start a cult. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not start a cult we've been before. <laughs> I can't help it. Just, it's you that keeps picking all these cult things. You're trying to indoctrinate you, into your cult, yeah, aren't you? You picked Heaven's Gate and you've picked Dungeon Rico. I just do UFO funny shit. I, I like, just serious stuff. I, like I mean, cults. he does like stuff that's affecting us daily. He's on sense of rationality. <laughs> in this fucked up world I do the crazy shit and you're picking on trying to get everyone into a cult <laughs> what's going on man like cults they're interesting they're interesting social if you pick Jonestown for your next episode no, we will get round to Jonestown <laughs> or Waco I mean, we're definitely sake. doing Waco one day we're definitely doing Waco yeah, look, I like a cult. <laughs> Don't noticed fucking judge me. You like the occult and the cult? That's the problem. I haven't murdered anybody. I'm a perfectly normal human being. You're a just... fucking professional driver. You've got more chance of murdering someone than me alive. <laughs> I've never kidnapped or murdered anybody. Yeah, but and just stick to van to as, as, as a psychological profile, you're more likely to than I am. Yes, I realise this. <laughs> it's all trying to come together. Which is why I'm incredibly crafty in my methods. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll never ever find anything on me. 
I mean, I torture chamber myself in the back of that transit, haven't you? Get out of my head, Ben. <laughs> dirty mattress in the back. You dirty mattress, little boxes and deliveries piled into one corner. There isn't and a there's a dirty, dirty mattress with shackles. The, <laughs> the mattress is and perfectly axle. clean, you pair of arseholes. <laughs> I'm not an animal, I clean the fucking mattress. Oh, I'll tell you no one to put DNA evidence, do you? Jesus, I'm going to sneeze because that's a sign of guilt, isn't it? Hang on. No. The shackle was a, a yeah. recently screwed mattress <laughs> with a hacksaw in the back. Blood oh. and semen soaked mattress. I <laughs> wash it! cleaned it already. I wash it. He's got CSR, he knows what to do. I bleach uh. the shit out of it. Mm, every fucking night. <laughs> I'm not going to raise no fool. <laughs> so, um... Back to the cult, you bastards. Um, I think we've kind of given our explanations of a cult, really. That, yeah, yeah. That. They were mad cunts um, with electric would like, helmets. Up. Would you like to, um... We've got one more article. Oh, okay. Forever in electric helmets. <laughs> <laughs> Probably electric dreams uh, as well, no offense. I'm going to run. Don't do me electric helmets. So oh. it's just, just bitches like reggae. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we love reggae here. We don't. In the apocalypse. Well, let's put this way. You'll both be dead if it comes on. <laughs> <laughs> Our playlist in the apocalypse is going to be mainly reggae based. Well... And clown-based. Like <laughs> clown bands. Reggae version. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. No trumpies, no cries. What did you say? No trumpies, no cries. Unless, of course, they've all got their tears tattooed on their face after Mike's broken the clone enclosure. Notice when I say enclosure, because I don't consider them human beings. <laughs> Not the way Mike treats them. <laughs> you don't want to know how their noses get that red. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> it's a long-going court case. What <laughs> <laughs> <Quite> comment? <laughs> uh, reasons. Anyway, uh. back to the court. Back to Om Shinrikyo, the court. The Japanese court that is surfacing in Europe. Oh, from the BBC, so we know it's trusted. It has to be. Russian police have carried out dozens of raids this week on properties linked to the Armshinrikyo court. Ten people were detained and dozens more are under investigation. The arrests and another reason cracked down in Montenegro have thrown the spotlight back on this murky group. They're not murky, we know what they want. No, we've, we've gone through that. Yeah, I'm just going to scroll down. Something we know what they yeah, So right. where are they That's in Europe? Why? Why are they in Europe now? The group went underground of the Tokyo, but did not disappear, eventually renaming itself um, Aleph. Aleph, or, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. Another smaller group, Hikaro no Wa, Circle of Rainbow Light. Circle of Rainbow Light! That sounds nice. That's pretty fucking nice. Sounds lovely. I think, I think they're the ones, are they, that, the, um, that could have been a they splintered album. and they apologised for the whole thing? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, that makes it all right, then. Yeah. Um, they were founded by... Uh, they put people in microwaves, Mike. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. They were headed. They're headed by Arms' former spokesman and Asahara's successor, uh, Fumihiro Joyu, who was formed in two thousand and seven. Uh, he claimed Joyu claimed to have distanced his group from worship of Asahara, so they just worship him now, probably, yeah, presumably. Yeah. The group had operations in the former Soviet states in the upheaval following the collapse of the USSR, but the region has become increasingly important in recent years. 
In late March, Montenegro expelled 58 foreigners suspected of association with Armish Enrico. They were gathered at a hotel they had rented in the former tiny Yugoslav state. Four of them in Japan, the Interior Ministry said, but 43 from Russia, seven from Belarus, three from the Ukraine, and one from Uzbekistan. The Russian raids in early April targeted 25 properties. The group is illegal in Russia, but prosecutors said it may have up to 30,000 Russian followers and has been pressuring people for donations. Officials have opened a criminal investigation, saying the group's activities involve violence in citizens and injury to their health, state media reported. And in Japan? And in Japan, officials have opened a criminal investigation, again, presumably, saying the group's activities involve Arm Shinriko is designated a terrorist organization in the US and many other countries. But Aleph and Hikaru Noa are both legal in Japan. A bet designated. Albeit. Well, you can say a bet. I'm Dolly. Yeah, I can say I'm pissed. I'm Dolly, it's fine. Whatever then. I'm pissed, we had six guns. <laughs> As you said in a very pissed voice. <laughs> that was the intent. <laughs> Please continue. I'm sorry. Albert. Oh, sorry, Albert. Albert. That's my dad's name, Albert. <laughs> Designated in Japan as dangerous religion <coughs> subject to heightened surveillance. Some estimates say they have 1,500 followers between them, with reports the number is slowly growing. A few human rights advocates have defended those members who have not been found guilty of crimes, saying they were unaware of plans to attack the Tokyo subway. Well, that's all right then. Oh, yeah, you'll be all right. Uh, but members face little prospect of receiving social or official acceptance despite attempts to distance themselves from the events of 21 years They've ago. They've still got at least 1,500 followers in Japan. Yeah, between the two, who the one says they're apologetic yeah. and the others who just kind of carried on a bit. And what was the uh, estimate in Europe? Uh, 30,000 in Russia, I believe. Fucking hell. Uh, I mean, um, Russian, former Soviet states. It's still quite a lot. It is. It's all right. When we go to war with Russia, they'll be trampled. No, because they're going to unleash chemical weapons for Harum again. They'll love yeah, that Yeah, but they'll go wrong. It'll blow up in the people's faces. They're oh. trying to set them off. You know, it will... They might become competent by now. Uh, no, never. <laughs> so, um, we all agree this is a group of um, dangerous nerds who mm-hmm. tried yeah. to bring about Harum again. Um, but um, because of their incompetence, failed, even though they had the technical know Well, they were saying that. They did quite well. The siren was only 40% pure. It was 100% pure. Yeah. I mean, wow. Imagine. I mean, good effort. They did. They made that shit themselves. It's a B plus. Yeah. But there was a lot of fuck-ups along the way with, you know, remote control helicopters and cars with yeah. spraying devices and all sorts of silly shit. And even on the day, the big one, they still fucked that up. They did. So Nerves got to them, let's say. Clown shoes, man. They're just clown shoes. Sorry, Ben, I'm not... <laughs> you know, they're like the Mickey Mouse and Goofy of the cult world. But they did quite well. Massive success. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very I remember, they had billions in their bank account at this point. You know, billions. That's why I want to start my own. And when you do, and you get that kind of money, I'll come on board. <laughs> 
You heard it here. Right, <laughs> so yeah, I think, very interesting, there's not much conspiracy oh, about it, yeah. it's just so comic booky. it's insane. It is, yeah, it's absolutely, it's, it's nuts oh, how it's Evil done. Mountain Wizards is probably the best way to describe it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They got very close to yeah. it. But there were these guys who wanted to be like, they wanted Mountain Wizards, they wanted that, they have special powers, they were comic book geeks like ourselves. Yeah. They wanted to touch the a anime boob. geeks. They bought up on it, weren't they? Yeah. They wanted to touch they a boob. Boob. And let's face it, literally, that's what they You can blame them for wanting to escape this fucking reality. Yeah, well, I do it all the time with exactly. some video games. Exactly, we do it all to some extent. Yeah, well, everyone does. Yeah. Unless the root of the problem is... Uh, I would argue that we probably could have been Put the primed. cancer out, I say. Capitalism's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you then again, I'm a crypto-Marxist, so I would say. Oh, Karl Marxist one. Was it his birthday man. this week? It was. birthday this week? Mm-hmm. As we record? Um, I would say that we're all potential sort of candidates for arm. Well, we're not me. I'm not, too fucking, uh, I'm not into that spiritual shit. But, you know, maybe you two. Fuck you, Geeks. <laughs> Yeah. You're just as much of a nerd as we are. Yeah, but I, I've got I'd a human like, girlfriend. I'm they, not that they, bad. They'd be like, yeah, do you want to read minds? What, like Professor X? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can tell yeah, you about working. comics and wrestling. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm still dashing and dancing. I, I think you two are prime candidates for Arjun Riku. Well, fuck you, you're definitely <laughs> a prime candidate. I probably am. Get in that microwave now. But probably not. I definitely am. <laughs> you're, you're a taku. You respect all that, you know, you, military, you know, respect. Well, I'd have been, one of, the, well I'd have been one of the soldiers of white love. Look at the way you super sucked your way up the management system. Oh, that's yeah. hard. Sixteen years that took me. <laughs> Fucking hell, you must 15, love sucking dick. Fifteen it. years of being a complete and <laughs> utter dickhead, and then one year actually doing Looking what I was supposed You've turned over a new leaf, lad. We're proud of you. See, you're part of the corporate machine now. Yeah. Get my own phone. You're, part, you're part of oh, another cult now. Yeah, 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 you're yeah. part of the cult of the of, capitalism. Yeah. yeah. Take that corporate cock right down your grateful throat. They keep man. paying me so I do less work. <laughs> they pay me more money. I'm quite happy. But you're screwing yeah, up your fellow men below you. Yeah, where's I'm, your soul? I'm then? on their side, Mike. No, you're not. We've been through this. You can't be both. I'm on the side, You're man. fooling yourself. You're at the moment same. because you're junior management. You're he's, setting, like an, he's like an in-between. Mm. But you go up another one or two steps, mate, that's it. And you're setting yourself you're up for ruin by I'll believing... I'll always be on their side. No, no, no. no. By believing that, I'm, a, I'm a Jeremy up. Corbyn figure. All right, then. Why don't you go in there? Why doesn't he go in there? Why doesn't he go in there on Tuesday? Demand a pay rise for everybody. Yeah, I'm junior manager, I can't do that. You said you want to fight for the right. Yeah. When I get to a certain level, I can't do it from where I am now. Start a revolution. That sounds like the talk of an excusist. I, I, find, I do find it ironic that I'm junior manager now and I've got quite an anarchist tattoo on my quite prominent yeah, right arm. Does it seem even more ironic when you see it passing by your face as you're wanking at the man above you? No. Because I don't club. wank them off because I'm just really I good want, at my job. I want coffee for the special manager's machine where the grunts aren't allowed to go. I don't drink coffee. Tea, no, water, no, no, something. No. Oh, just touch my penis. No, you're please. Just struggling for it. No, it's not Play working. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> you're struggling for it. No, it's not working. I defeated you with cold well. logic, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what you did to become a manager. I indeed you joined really well. the club. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> on all fours. So, oh, <laughs> sorry. Um. I'm only jealous. I wish I got promoted. 
senior van driver, maybe that's a thing. I'd like to get promoted to working class. I'm still underclass. Might as well get a nerd charm in a way. <laughs> Unclassifiable. That's um, a good place to be. Yeah, well. Should we wrap this fucker up? Yeah, I think, I think we're moving <laughs> to the hall, aren't we? Yeah. 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 I think we'll so go to a bit of a reggae yeah. box. To the reggae box. And it's been a couple of weeks since I've done a reggae box. I haven't mean to do it, but I kind of kept forgetting. Why does the reggae box exist, Ben? Because I really fucking hate reggae, Gaz. I think human. it's all shit. Because you're not human. And so things that uh, Ben so, hates get put into so the reggae is, box. It's a bit of a Room 101 scenario. Yes. Yeah. We even have a theme tune. We do. Here we go. is the uh, it's a little bit cool, about a week or so late or will be by the time this is released is the Windrush scandal in the UK where um, we invited a lot of people from the, uh, Caribbean. the Caribbean over on uh, the uh, the um, HMS Windrush uh, these are our colonies they are colonies they're, they're British Commonwealth citizens and um, for some reason when we We've decided that to create a hostile environment for this yeah, country, which was a government-sanctioned sanctioned policy. Yeah. So they, hostile environment, yeah. make it so horrible for them. Yeah, they, they left. just want to leave. They that, can, that was a government policy yeah. towards immigrants who they had invited over to to do jobs that after the Second World War were in need of doing nursing, nursing stuff like that. And um, and to find out that they're them and their children, all of a sudden being denied basic rights in this country, like access to healthcare and citizenship, and being told that when they do get deported back to Jamaica, they should just put a Jamaican accent to fit in, even though they lived in Britain yeah, for all their lives. They've lived in Britain all their lives. Some of these, because they're not just the Windrush. No, it's, it's the second, it's, it's generations. second third generations. <laughs> and, like, and this one guy was like, "Well, I mean, this." <coughs> I'm from Dudley. through the door. I'm from Dudley, mate. I've never been to Jamaica. For fuck's sake. And it's this poor time Jamaican accent to fit in. In the, I mean... It's like sending you to Germany yeah. and saying, yeah, German German accent. Accent, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, it's part of a German accent, baby. It'll be fine. Yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, it's such a bollocks. And the fact that the Parliament had a vote on whether to release details of this... And the Tory party overwhelmingly came in behind of the uh, our Prime Minister, Theresa May, who used to be Home Secretary, and this a lot of this went on under her... Yeah, she implemented it. She implemented it. Deport first, ask questions later. She used to be a policy. lizard as well. And she put, he's still a fucking lizard, yeah. Gaz. I haven't got to say allegedly for that. No. You know? shapeshifter. You know, she is a... That's what that power stance is all cruel. about. It's where they're tail goes yeah but we just go and see so it that, that fucking twitch that goes on yeah. uh, but so what's going she, in the policy or the people or the policy of the the conservative government it's, mm. it's and the home secretary and the home secretary who who had to resign for theresa may do you know why she resigned uh, because she's a fucking 
tool of hers. She's trying to sell her souls to the reptilians. They shoved money up a bum hole. It's a, it'll no, be all right. do, do you know the reason why she had to resign as a cabinet member? No. Because she lied to MPs. Oh, of course, yes. But so she lied name. to the public. Yeah. That she repeatedly said in tweets mm. that she did not know of anything about that policy. Yeah. And it came came out that she did know about it. Yeah. And Theresa May knew about it. She lied to the public about it. Implemented a horrible fucking policy. Yeah. Neither of them were enough to get in the sack. It was lying to other MPs. Yeah, but you can't do that. There you go. Do you know what I mean, mate? Yeah, I mean. Do you know what I mean? How fucking sick is this country? Right. It's sick, but oh. that's how it works. That's how you, you stay in control and power. That's how uh, you got to operate around these people. But she had to take one for the team. Um, yeah, and she'll be, back in, she'll be back in some little cabinet post. She yeah. hasn't really left. She's, she's still an MP. Allegedly, she's still drawing that cat. She'll get it off in another cabinet post yeah. in a couple of years. Won't yeah. be as prestigious, but it'll be a little minor one where she can claim her expenses. She took one for the team, and allegedly it wouldn't be the first one she yeah. took one from a in, team. In 10 years' time, she might right end up as Theresa May's successor to the, the uh, Conservative Party. Who knows? Cunts, a lot of them. Yes. And my this is why, one, Mike, you should legally be allowed to smash people with hammers. Yeah. Only and my, my second one, because I've got two, okay. is the um, the fake news surrounding the local council elections in this country, where the BBC, auntie, reported the local election results as, uh, oh, it's too close to call, Labour and the Tories are neck and neck. Well, Labour gained, uh, was it Mike, 40, 70. 75 seats, the Conservatives lost 45 are they right. controlling the narrative or just trying to make it sexy? They're, well, they're not trying to make it sexy. Trying to get you to click. It's just, no, it's, it's fake news. We talked about fake news. Yeah. This is propaganda. Mm. They say, oh, vote for Labour. No, nah, it doesn't work. Look at the Conservatives. Mm. It's neck and neck. They can't brush it off and say it's a, it's a Tory win. What was that Daily Express newspaper headline? Oh, God. The front page when yeah. they had Theresa May. Oh, we support you, Mrs. May, but don't call a general election. <laughs> Look, we are behind you, Mrs. Yeah. May. And she was a picture of her doing a, a power, power stance <laughs> and looking absolutely ludicrous when Do she does it. you know why it. she was standing like that? Hulk Hogan just fucked her. <laughs> uh, the or power Chuck of Norris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in brackets, it says, but don't call a, a yeah, general election. But don't call a general election. Well, that just... <laughs> How can Brown support you? And when, they, yeah. when a leading Tory paper is saying, hey, you know what, Brown supports you, for fuck's sake, don't call a general election. Well, they know fucked. The yeah. fact is, Labour have got 1,400 seats in the local government. The thing is, guys, it's got the headline, mm. and then the sub-headline in brackets totally undermines what the mm. fucking headline... In the next sentence, guys, we, we the hypocrisy that, of these cunts. But think of who reads that paper. Yeah. And fuck them. Oh, yeah, it works on them, doesn't it? Yeah, change their vote. I'll validate a clone sacrificial murder for those guns. Would you let a clown fuck you to get um, Labour in? Uh, no. A female clown? An attractive female? I mean, like, uber attractive female clown. Uh, if the genie said to you, you fuck her right now and you wake up tomorrow and Corbyn's in power. Well, well I tell you what, a better deal for me mm. would be you fuck the, you fuck the uh, hot chick clown and you're in power tomorrow. No, what? Yeah. No, I want you to fuck a clown. No, <laughs> I will if I'm the one in there charge. He goes, he will if he's in the charge, he said it. 
Well, you'll fuck a clown girl to put Corbin in power. Is she gonna stab? Is she gonna stab? She's not gonna stab you. You've just got it. So I'm gonna have sex with a girl in clown makeup. Yes, to completion and a clown costume. Right. And I get to rule the country the rest of my life. No, no, no. Corbin will be in power if you do it. Oh no, no. So I get to do grab it. Theresa May. No, no. I wouldn't to... take one for the team in that way. Oh, you know what? I'm taking one for the team, isn't I am taking one for the team. You're a sociopath. No, I'm joking. I am taking one for the team, and she's not going to stab me. She's a really hot clown woman. Well, all right then. There you in go. that scenario, you're a champion. If I'm in power, though. Oh, we'll fuck, and we'll come dressed as a clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for a world-class Would psychologist. Would you fuck Josh? Would you fuck a clown, though? Well, no, because he's a man. <laughs> yeah, but you get to a purple. I'm just trying to see how far you'd go. Well, I used to swing that way. It's just, you know, well, I know, that's what I mean. So see how far you'd go. I don't think I could actually satisfy him. Oh, we'd make you try. <laughs> oh, we'll be wrong. Because I wouldn't get it up because he's a man. The universe is an egg and the moon isn't real. Oh, <laughs> oh okay? man. Is that a headline? Yeah. yeah. From theguardian.com. Yeah. The universe is an egg and the moon isn't real. Well, there was a flat earth convention in Birmingham. Oh, for fuck's sake. This is it. And this is, this is what this article is about. An egg. There was a three-hour presentation which contended that the universe is a giant egg. There was a Manchester musician who posited that the earth is the shape of a diamond and another who believes the moon is a projection. Yep. Is Welcome to the Flat Earth UK Convention, a raucous departure from scientific norms where people are free to believe literally anything. Oh, fuck them. When people ask me what I believe, I can't say that I believe in anything 100%, Gary John tells the audience during his opening address, apart from that we don't live on a globe. But every other planet is a globe. Every other single planet is a globe, apart from Earth. Hang on, a globe is a thing that you spin and look at. It's a basketball. With a map on it. No, it's a ball. Globe no, is a map. It's a globe shape. It's I think shape, a globe is just a thing, a map, a ball map. Yeah, because we're, it's we're a on a planet. Like a, a yeah. sphere, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's not perfectly spherical, but it's a planet. It's planet shaped. Look, the point is... It's not fucking flat. I'm not saying that. But you know what I'm saying? I know, I think. Yeah. Most do not believe in space. None believe mankind has ever travelled there. But they, they're using the internet to use satellites... To portray yes. this message. Well, that's last so week because they're morons. Yeah. I I have an ongoing feud with the Flat Earth Society. I've been called a NASA shill by yeah, them. Which you are. I'm not. Uh, I just, you know, it's... Either way, these guys are a bunch of guns. Some believe the Earth exists beneath four cosmic, cosmic rings within a giant egg-shaped universe. Oh, that's all right then. <laughs> and have you heard of the Pac-Man theory? You heard of that? No. The Pac-Man theory. You know how originally they said that uh, at the edge of the flat earth there was an, a giant Game of Thrones ice wall? Yeah. But well, now they moved that on. Okay. And they had the Pac-Man theory. So, to, to listeners of a certain generation, amongst ourselves, right, Pac-Man, you go off the edge of the screen, you reappear on the other edge of the screen, oh, don't you? Yeah. Right? That is flat earth. Does it make a noise? So there's no ice wall anymore. There's no ice wall. You go off one edge of the earth, and you reappear on the other. That sounds like That's a genuine flat earth theory. That sounds like Oh, yes, that's here. The earth, according to Nesbitt, is more likely diamond shaped with east west travelled travel facilitated by 4D space time warps along the edges, allowing for a, quote, Pac Man version of reality. Yeah. Yeah, just exactly what you just said. Yeah. yeah. 
mean, the thing is, you can't debate these people. And as I said before, I'm going to use the metaphor again. It's like playing chess with a pigeon. Yeah. You'll checkmate it in like 10 moves. Yeah. But they'll get up on the board, knock the pieces over, have a shit on the board, and then fuck off thinking they've won. You yeah. can't debate these people. This is where you need the kneecaps, the hammers to the kneecaps, guys. Or hammers to the brains for these people. They're holding us back as a species. Hammers to the brain. I sound a bit violent this week. I'm not, I am joking. But um, maybe a slap around the back of the head. No. They're they're, they're a detriment to the species, these people. Right. So we see if any of us have got the flat earth addiction addiction test. You have to ask these questions to yourself. Have people said that you are pushy or obsessive about flat earth? No. Have you thought that if only everyone knew about flat earth, the world would be a different place? No. And have you noticed that you spend less and less time with your family and friends and more and more time talking to flat earthers? Well, kind of, <laughs> but it's only a bunch of wankers. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not addicted. I'm not a subscriber. <laughs> no. That's not several, that's three. Oh dear. Cyclist breaks jaw and fractures spine in pothole crash. Well, I'm pretty fucking good to get a laugh out of this. Wow. <laughs> I Should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What... Simon oh, Moss. God, that's graphic. Simon Moss, 44, sustained severe facial injuries and a fractured spine. I didn't need the after picture. After hitting right. a 27 <laughs> centimetre, 9 inch deep pothole in Stony Street. 9 inches deep? I could fuck that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to say where there's blame, there's a claim, but you went straight to the dark. Wow. You could, what, fuck the hole in his face that's no, left no, that from his accident? That I just looked up and saw it again, squirrel hand. That nine told us in the road. <laughs> You'd fuck that, but not a clown woman. Well, the nine-inch potter will give you some Once again, I repeat myself. Oh, for a world-class psychologist. <laughs> Psychiatrist. Well, actually, you got a class, uh, an E, so you're not far off. Exactly. <laughs> Stop analysing me. Stop it. Too late. He's <laughs> got to put a crimp in your day list, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, it certainly yeah. has. Smashed his spine and his face. The father of two sustained severe injuries, including a broken jaw after crashing into a pothole or cycling. Simon Moss, 44, lost four teeth and fractured his spine in a crash on the stony Stratford Buckinghamshire. Stratford Buckinghamshire, yeah, that's right, on Sunday. According to the Times, he was still in hospital on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, he'd, he'd been riding with friends at the pole, which they said was difficult to see as it had been filled with rainwater. Well, they all avoided it. Mm, well, what can I say? I'll tell you what, it's a bitch, isn't it? <laughs> Life is a bitch. Well... One minute I'm you're gonna, riding along, yeah. happy as fuck, like an arrogant fucking... See, I agree with you here. When you say arrogant tosser cyclists... Yeah, yeah, they're all arrogant tossers. Yeah, I don't drive. I, I'm looking at cyclists I, as I a passenger, mm. sort of. And I'm thinking, get the fuck over, you prick. Fuck get it. over. And no, our good friend, our good friend Tyler is a major cyclist. Well, and he maybe spent half an hour looking at his four bikes he's got in his garage. I'm sure you've loved those. No, bikes. I did not. Could and you see the difference in the frames and the tyres? and the... I could not. <laughs> and my mum was a, a couple of road bikes and a couple of mountain bikes. I know that there much. There you go. Right? To start. Right, but then he just got, come on, went down to tell me how they all perform in certain conditions and what races you'd use them for well, and at what point you would change over. And I was like, and at that point, I was like, oh, fuck's sake. I'll tell you what conditions Take I me out of this reality me. now. All of them. Well, 
Fuck's sake. No offence, Tyler. Love you, mate. You're a great yeah, guy, no, but no, I don't need to see your bike collection. Not you, Tyler, or any relatives I have that maybe or may not be cyclists, but fuck them. Yeah. Move on. Yep. Yeah. Last bit, last bit of news. Yep. Robot successfully assembles an IKEA oh, chair. Oh, it's a robot bait. Uh, do you remember when we did this at Terminator 2? Yeah. The flat pack furniture test. A machine is required to unpack and assemble an item of flat pack furniture. That's to read the instructions and assembly item is described correctly installing all fixtures. Well, it's ahead of me. That's a test. It's ahead of me. Confirming human level AGI. I can follow instructions. Yeah, but I bet you can't do it as fast as that robot. I look better than that robot. Well, you do, because those are just two arms. I'm human. Turn the music off for that. Okay. There's a video, if you go and search for the article. Right. Yeah. It's taken a few takes. It didn't open the box or carry the box in from the car. No. It's the third take and they've almost got it. After several failed attempts, these robots use human-like dexterity to construct the chair in 8 minutes, 55 seconds. That's more than I can do. It's less than I can do, even. Imagine the wank you'd get off one of them. <laughs> the robots are to pick up the right part <coughs> of the chair, move around without colliding with each other. I could do that. I understand when I the pins... I haven't collided with you guys once today. ...were fully yeah. inserted into the holes. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was always just lifting up the chair legs. It's, it's just, oh. It's well, holding the thing, holding the nut, the robot. Well, oh, oh, man. is part of the takeover of human, the enslavement of human society going to involve the construction of IKEA furniture? If no, so, we're fucked. It's going to contain the construction of more killer robots. Yes, yeah, so they can just... Construct those killer robots more efficiently with less time because I can't put together a flat pack in less than eight minutes and 55 seconds. Well, that's well, look, let's just move on to Alex, please, because I don't want to discuss the robot. <laughs> not impending I've taken a lot of shit tonight. I am <laughs> badly on this, this robot fucking baiting for you. Well, I take you go through the whole weeks. article, Ben. Yeah, no, we should. <laughs> Fittingly, only off the shelf components. Uh. A team of research researchers in Singapore built a robot capable of assembling a Stefan chair from IKEA. Mine is actually bolting it together, but you wouldn't bolt it together if you were. Oh you yeah, them killer fucking machine <laughs> drones are a long way off. To be honest, it was they? five to ten minutes slower than a typical human would take. But <laughs> you, us three here, we're not typical humans. It took me longer than that. Twenty minutes with the failed attempts. Yeah. Took a few attempts to get it right. Early on, the robots dropped wooden pins, let go of parts too soon, and performed moves that did not dismantle did they the chair. Did the more to dismantle <laughs> the chair than assemble it. Some moves required a part to be held by both robots at the same time. And That's since awesome. industrial robots are far stronger than IKEA furniture, a number of mistakes ended badly. We bought four chair kits and broke a few of them. So they're so stronger they're than us, but they're learning. They're they learned. Didn't they? Did in a fight against that arm, I would top it, topple it off the table. <laughs> yeah, and that would cross, crawl across the ground. No, it would just be and reach up and grab your thigh. Yeah. Before you know it, your face is down there and yeah. it's clawing your face off. You know, in Robocop like, cup with it. And then it'll tell you, and then it'll tell you a better poem than the one you've ever written. Now, <laughs> <laughs> once a robot can fully assemble IKEA furniture in near human time frames. I propose we stop all robotics and AI research. <laughs> when humanity no longer has to struggle with IKEA assembly, we can live like Scandinavian kings and not have to worry about AI murder bots killing us all. Well, let's hope that's the outcome and not the alternative. Yeah. Yeah. You baiters. Yes, yes we right. move on to Alex. Let's go for Alex. Bad boy up. 
Yep. Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Who we got this week for um We have the counter oh god it's the chap I said there was a little bit Jesse slow. Lee Peterson goes off on beta males in bizarre meltdown over Trump hand holding video. Wow. Okay, so is he against Trump in this? In no, way. he's with Trump. Oh right. Okay. He's well, a caller that's 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 slating Trump and he's okay. trying to he's trying to defend him, but you'll see that his argument doesn't really make sense because of the okay, stats. Well, he's, he's got four minutes and 14 seconds to uh, yeah. move his point. Can I have the back in that time, please? Thank you very much. Right. Let's hear what the guy I described as I, I dropped the arm right. on yeah. um, is making any sense this week. Have we got the sound sort of gas? Uh, I'll let you know when it starts. The great white hope. Yep. You know, a lot of folks love this president around the world. The, the children of the lie, the Democrats, they want the liberal media, never troppers, the rhino Republicans. They want you to think this president is not loved. He is loved. He is tough. He is a real man. A real man. Most blind people, well, all blind people don't know or see or understand the authority that is operating through President Trump. Unlike Barack Obama, Obama admitted to being a girly man by saying that he was the first feminist president. The fallen messiah said he was the first feminist president. He also said Michelle Obama was his boss. She's the boss. At, see there? She's still the boss. Let's hear that again, yo. <laughs> As a beta male. Not an alpha male. Tim is a first time caller out of North Carolina. Tim, thank you for calling. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. How are you? All is well, sir. How are you? Good. I was curious about your definition of a real man as you talked about earlier. Right. You want to know my definition of it? Yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, a male who loves what's right with all his heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. <laughs> Can I ask you about the president there? Yes. I just see his wife batting his hand away all the time, but he grabs onto the French president's hand. He's the only one I want to grab back. Why does he put his wife in, you know, in her place? And we say all, we say all- me on the stage. When you say all the time, how how many times have you seen that happen? There's always news publication of her slapping his hand away. How many and times that, how many times yesterday. have you seen that how many times have you seen that happen? Five. Five times? Publicly, yes. And does that bother you? Well it bothers me that he's not taking control of his wife and telling her, do not embarrass me on this big stage. And were you bothered when Barack Obama went around the world licking boots of other leaders, bowing down to them, and calling his wife the boss? 
and you uh, answer my original question. And said, uh, he's a real man. You have to ask him. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. You have to ask the president. But were you as bothered when the fallen Messiah were demonstrating beta male for eight years? That's not my issue. No, were you bothered by it? No, I'm not bothered by it. I'm oh. bothered by it. So are you bothered by, by So if you are not if you were not bothered by the weakness of the fallen Messiah, Barack Obama, why are you bothered by the first lady who's really bringing back class to the country? Uh, no, after Big Mama after Big Mama Michelle embarrassed the country. Why are you so bothered by uh, uh, the hand holding? The lack of handholding, you mean? Yeah, why are you bothered about that? That's a weakness. Because it's a lack of affection. It shows that she doesn't respect him. Really? Like most of the country doesn't. Are you an affectionate man? Excuse me? Are you a fashion, an affectionate man? <laughs> of course I am. Uh, then you're a beta male. <laughs> affection. I'm alpha. No, you're not alpha. I can think of many things. Alpha, alpha male would not be one. But I appreciate your call, Tim. <laughs> Appreciate your call. Alpha male? No. Beta male? Yes. Uh, so, um, you know when I said that I, I dropped the arm of the week? And it was, it was, um, you know, I regret that in a way. You know, it's a bit of uh, a term that I should have used. Maybe. Well, definitely. He's got a uh, speech you know, so uh, uh, Well, he looks a bit... Oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> You remember, right? We're not putting it correct at all, is it? Get the fucking shovel, mate. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to dig him out of it. He's <laughs> Look, do you remember when we were kids, right? And the word spaz was a valid, <laughs> <laughs> a valid insult. And so when we were kids, he's, he's, times he's changed. He's got rid of the shovel now, he's got the JCB. Times have changed. I admit that I would never use that term to describe someone who's in a wheelchair. But do you remember that time? Spastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That became an insult. They changed their name to Scope, yeah. didn't they? It had a negative connotation. Yeah, it did. All I'm saying is the word the R. I'm bringing spastic back. <laughs> the R bomb has, has done exactly the same thing, right? In, in that way that we can't say call that. But I'm just a product of my times. Is all I'm saying. You're a product of something. <laughs> I'm saying I was product of the same times as you, and I don't feel it necessary to. I made. I, I made a mistake, but <laughs> <laughs> he's still a bit slow. Is that a public apology, Ben? Kind of. We'll just all agree that he is a bit of a spastic, and we were. <laughs> we're bringing that word back. Which one's Which one's the worst though? The um, R bomb or the S bomb? I'm not sure. I think the R word's definitely worse this day and age. Everyone's forgot the spaz word. I That's true. You just they did, they did successfully rebrand. I'll give yeah. them that. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't yeah. be laughing at that. Let's leave it at that. It's a good lessening rebrand. So, yeah. what was the, the, the shit the guy was actually chatting was that uh, you're he, a beta He basically male. didn't agree with what he was saying yeah. and then decides, oh, you're a beta male. If you show affection, man. If you're an affection man, I think was his mm. exact words. If you're an affection man. Affection then yeah. you're a beta male. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that the person... But he was moaning at Barack Obama, the fallen messiah. Yeah. yeah. Who licked, literally licked the boots yeah. of the world. And he said his wife, he called her the boss. So she was in charge, he's a beta or, male. But when it happens to Trump, the woman's yeah. in charge, slapping his hand away. Yeah. yeah. But you're an See attention I mean? male. He's, he's in a, he's in a difficult place male. because it, 
it goes against what he believes. And he shows, he shows up in that interview. And I will guarantee you that... Dissonance. Yeah. Didn't, didn't he say that... Um, uh, Trump was the chosen of God as well at that point as well the powers yeah, that are working yeah. through Trump <laughs> so um, yeah he's a spaz oh, so let, let's see what Alex Jones is saying yeah, yeah well, we'll, uh, I'm still waiting for that reply Alex oh god in this clip Alex Jones says Trump is defending us against a rogue AI so is Alex Jones John Connor in the scenario <laughs> yeah probably and he fucked some virgins in a field <laughs> no cheerleaders yeah. I don't know that's At least he's sure he's a collage of chaos tactics. So many, so many stories that happen multiple times a day, over the week, over the years, that you cannot focus or keep up with anything. Information apocalypse. Information apocalypse. What Roger just did and what we do on InfoWars all the time is tied together in a perpetual timeline that's all tied together. Because, you know, you can focus on what's going on. If you're in the moment confused, I mean, and that's what Gruber said. It's all about confusing us, fog of war. But we've got the enemy battle map. We're not even looking at what they're projecting. We've got their battle map, and that's what they hate. Exactly. This is, and so, so we could we could say, like, this is not about Mars. Excuse me, this is not about Iran. This is about Mars. Meaning, this is about attacking Elon, attacking the human evolution, attacking where we're going, playing this other game. This, all is, this is already an AI system that made the decision to have a post-human world, and Trump has jumped in with others and are saying, no, we're not doing it at the elite level. Oh, you know, none, none, of, none of this happens in a vacuum. None of this happens uh, in singular movements. This is all connected. We've already forgotten about Vegas. They, they roll Parkland out, so what happened to Vegas? That's just, that just, it's unsolved, no big deal. We know what happened to do with the Saudis. Now they're having firefights there in Saudi Arabia, and it's, it's going to get us into war with Iran. And they don't want us to question the next false flag. That's what they're really pissed about. It's why they well, said, I said Parkland didn't happen. Why didn't you say that? Well, in all fairness, as much as I think the other guy is certainly um, mentally challenged, mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, I will say that Alex wins that, right? Because <laughs> the other guy was just like frantically scrabbling to defend what, to, and then came to act what he'd said. And Alex just says what he And Alex just said what he wanted that. Trump is effectively John Connor, and he is defending us all from a rogue AI that's trying to take over, that has already there's, taken over the world. There's society that post-humanity is the way forward. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Post-human. If that means I get a robo-dick, I'm down for it. And a cool laser lens thing like yeah, Eddie you, on the You won't be wealthy enough to be have your I'm consciousness very dare uploaded you. to the cloud. I will be uploaded, louded. <laughs> uploaded? I will be uploaded. You're fucking blinders now, are you? I, will I was going to be uploaded, I am. I will be uploaded, not because of my <laughs> physical wealth, but because of my mental capabilities. <laughs> you, pair, you pair of pricks. <laughs> I was South African for <laughs> You kick my fucking dog, I'll fucking kick you. <laughs> I love his South African accent. Where is that warty melon? Raise the defences. Evacuate the city and get this man a shield. Uh, there we go. Infinity War. Once again, available for all racially insensitive impressions of all the races. Yeah, you definitely... Why, I, man? <laughs> you build a nice little portfolio there if you saw uh, this episode. Uh, yeah. My cousin's seen Infinity War yet, and I keep I said to him like, "We'll we'll I'll, we'll go and watch it because mm-hmm. I want to see it again." I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, "We'll go and watch it." And I said, "We've probably got to watch Ragnarok, and yeah. you've probably got to watch Black Panther to, to kind agree. of at least get the gist of what's going Definitely on." Definitely Ragnarok. Yeah. But yeah, 
Back to Alex. Have you been to see it, Mike? Have you watched either of them? In I the haven't time? yet, because I'm... Never. We'll get there. I started Star Wars from the beginning again. Good, good <laughs> oh, man. I love Last Jedi. So, don't judge me. I haven't seen it yet. Alex, yeah, Alex is chatting the most. They're both chatting batshit crazy, but I think Alex... The other guy's just a bit, you know, misled and challenged, isn't he? He didn't put up a very good fight, did he? But no, he just kind of Alex just shut the other guy down and um, mm. then it turned what he was saying against him. Yeah. Are you an affection man? Yeah. An, affe- an affection, affection man? Yes, I am an affectionate man. Beat him out! Yeah, beat him out. That's it. There you go. Oh. Boom. I had butted the mic. Um, so yeah, Alex wins. I guess. Alex wins that, yeah. Mike? Yeah, you, you two vote and I'll, I'll cast it if it's a draw. Yeah, well, you very rarely got off a fence. We've both got Alex, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with the consensus, so, yeah, definitely. That, that was fun. We yeah. did the Om Shinrikyo. We yes. kept the racism to a... Um, An acceptable level, minimum. I think. Well, you know. We may have dropped a few bombs in there somewhere, but... But, hey, it's the internet. I think we're allowed. To a point. Allegedly. Remember, in the UK, we have freedom of expression, okay. not freedom of speech. We haven't done any hate speech, and you can't no. sue us, because we've got nothing to take. No. Literally, I've got some action figures that might be worth a few quid each. You can take his dad. There you go. <laughs> take that. Take mine. Take that and stick it up your bum. Yeah. So, yes, thank you, if you have been, for listening. Yeah, I've been Ben. I'm going to say uh, don't drink the flavour aid and please don't join a court. <laughs> this is a cool one. Uh, I will say, <laughs> Not Tom Shinrikyo. <laughs> no, don't join them, they're cunts. I will say uh, free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. Crack him. Peace. Peace.